And hello, friends. Welcome to this tradition unlike any... <laughs> Did somebody scream mashed potatoes? That was mashed. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome in to this episode of Big Drive Energy. I'm Big Drive Spence, here with my bro, Mitch, a.k.a. at Big Drive Mitch on Twitter. What's going on, everyone? And before we get into our awesome guest today and tell some hilarious stories that you guys, we've been laughing at the bar for the last two hours. Uh, good. T- we could have recorded a podcast down at the table down there with all the funny stories we've been doing, but... Um, I want to tell you guys about the DNVR golf membership. So it's getting into fall. We're still playing golf, which is my favorite time to play golf of the year is fall. You get the trees. Valley of Fun has been popping with the leaves. Uh, we played today a little bit, and the leaves are coming off the trees, so it's getting a little sad, but still a good time to play golf. Also, Mitch and I have a ton of stuff planned for you guys for this winter. We're going to do a ton of workout videos to help improve your golf game. We're going to do a ton of swing instruction videos tips things that can get you guys better in the winter because you can still hit golf balls you can still practice um, but these things are only going to be exclusive for dnvr golf members so get that dnvr golf membership you're listening to this pod use the code bde and you get ten dollars off uh, either upgrading your regular dnvr golf mem- or dnvr membership to a golf membership i should say or if you're not a member at all and you're listening to this get that dnvr golf membership you get all our exclusive content Use the code BDE, get $10 off. So, all right, let's begin, Mitch. Alrighty, boys. So, we want to welcome in, boys and girls, I should say, we want to welcome in our buddies, Brandon Connolly and Mike Colander. Um, so, we've known them not for too long, but we know that they, they both caddy, they're both good sticks, and we wanted to do a caddy episode talking about, and I mean, we're going to talk a lot of golf in general, but we want to talk about kind of some caddy life, some crazy shit they've seen on the course, um, some of their best and worst experiences, and uh, just get their their opinion on kind of the state of the game and everything. So without further ado, I'll let uh, Brendan and Mike kind of tell us a little bit about where they started with golf, kind of their career in golf, and how they ended up where they're at and also where they're at right now. Awesome. Thanks for having us on, guys. Um, Absolutely, brother. I'm uh, Brendan. I... Uh, Local, uh, grew up in Colorado here, just a little bit south in uh, Castle Rock. Uh, let's see, where did I, uh, started <laughs> playing golf around five years old. Uh, dad got me into the game and uh, just kind of fell in love with it from a young age. I uh, really started playing competitively around 12, I think it was. You were a damn good stick in high school too, weren't you? Uh, that's when I peaked, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, Peaking in high school. Yeah. I'm good at that too, uh, so. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, Is there a song about that? Yeah. I think Hoodie Allen maybe or something <laughs> like that. But uh, fuck heavy with Hoodie what, Allen. What was your uh, – I heard you were ranked relatively high, like, in the amateur ranks or, like, in the junior ranks when, at a, in high school. Is that – yeah, I, uh, I was the Colorado Junior Player of the Year when I was, I think it was 08, so I would have okay. been... Humble brag. Kind of dating yourself 15. a little bit, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah shame getting old. 08, you're yeah. like, shit, that was 12 yeah. years ago. Yeah, it doesn't seem like 12 years ago. For um, sure. And then uh, I think my best, I think I got up to like somewhere in the mid to high 20s in the AJGA rankings right around my junior, senior uh, high school. Uh, so that was exciting. You know, just that was kind of my life, school... School, school and golf. Uh, school kind of came second. Golf was first. <laughs> For and, sure, know, dude. Got good enough grades, but <laughs> golf was definitely all I really cared about. And uh, yeah, so yeah, I mean, golf's been golf's been awesome to me. And well, still love so we're, you played at Gonzaga, correct? I did. Yep. Or is it Gonzaga? Gonzaga. Did, Gonzaga. Yeah, gonna, okay. Got to get it right with. The <laughs> okay. Zag well, thing. I was gonna say There's I thought no fucking you in the middle. <laughs> of Gonzaga. Some people say Gonzaga. I'm like, I don't think that's. Correct. I was telling people, I'm like, why is it go Zags? It'd be go Zogs. So, that's yeah. very true. I like where your head's at. Yeah, I went to went to Gonzaga, played there for four years. So okay, a lot of fun. Yeah. So then, um, you you went to the corporate world for a little bit, correct? No, after, I've been avoiding the corporate world. Well, d- <laughs> did did you not? You went straight into caddying after college. Well, I mean, I worked. Uh, guess what was my first summer? I came back, worked at the Ridge, Casmans North. Okay, Let's worked go. there. Uh, yeah, that's where. Let's well, go. that's not where Mike and I met. We've <laughs> known each other for a lot longer than that, but we we did work together for so worked there for four years through college. Came back, did that during the summer. Kind of wanted to delve into pro golf a little bit. Um, yeah, played the car open that summer. Mike was on the bag for that. So Let's go. That was, uh, Let's go. Pro debut started. with Mike on the bag. Um, <laughs> made the cut, made some money too. Yeah, some. <laughs> Not some. a lot like um, that. If and it then, yeah, went, the down entry to, fee. went down to Scottsdale that winter and worked at True North doing, you know, just bag boy, kind of cleaning carts, all that stuff. And then following summers, and I got into caddying. Okay, so, yeah. nice. So you're, you spend living the dream, man. Yeah, pretty much. Dreaming about living or living, <laughs> dream, living about day, dreaming, but, you know. something like that. Yeah. All right, Mike, what about yourself? Yeah, so uh, appreciate having us on. Uh, looking forward to it. Um, started playing golf when I was three or four. Um, I was nowhere near the, the stick that my buddy Brendan here was, but I uh, <laughs> tried to keep up with him in high school. Uh, he and I played junior golf. Did you guys up. go to the same high school? Yeah. yeah. yeah Both went to Rock Canyon? Yep. Okay. Yep. Nice. So, uh, both graduated in 2011. Uh, I hung, you know, I, I held down JV for a little while. Uh, <laughs> they called somebody's <laughs> got to do it. They called me Buttercut Lander Dander. I've lost the Buttercut. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, that was is a great nickname. That, that was that was the ball flight in high school. Bu- uh, so I peaked late, is, is what I like to say. Um, I like that. But yeah, I really started. You know, I I played forever. Uh, loved the game. Uh, worked out. At Valley Valley Country Club up Upper Arapahoe for a while, yep. um, dude. That's the spot. I live right by there. there Fucking we, Barry. Yeah, Barry, Barry is man. a legend. Yeah, man, Barry's I love great, Barry. dude. I love Barry. I don't know Barry, but shout out Barry. <laughs> Barry's a good dude. Barry's a great <laughs> guy. No, dude. He's. I remember the first time I went to Valley, and I thought like it's literally right across the street from my house. And so I was like, I'm gonna go hit some balls here. I was playing. Uh, they have a lot of PGA, Colorado yep. PGA tournaments yep. there. And Barry was the shit, and he's like, I was like, Barry, where's the bathroom at, dude? I got to piss. And he sends me back, and he's like, there's probably some members playing cards. Like, feel free to sit down. And so I go in there, and I thought this was just like a normal, 
I didn't. I mean, it's Valley Country Club, so you expect a certain amount of. But like, you've been to fly. I've been to like Flying Horse. And yeah. Like you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You walk in, you're like, holy shit! But you walk in the locker room, and then there was like eight members sitting around the table. There was an NBA game on, and they were just all sitting around the table, smoking cigars, playing cards. And they're like, do you want to join? And I was like, oh fuck! I I played cards with them for like twenty minutes, and I was like, all right, I gotta get out of here. My girlfriend's pissed. I gotta get home, but. <laughs> It was dope, dude, and yeah. Va- Valley's a good spot. Val- like, Valley's a good course. Actually, I think State was there, senior year, yeah, yeah, regionals senior year, or something. Yeah. I actually yeah. cut my – I had had my fingertip amputated right before regionals, so I didn't get to play. That would have oh, been no my shit. one year of playing State there. Oh, shit. And, uh, yeah, I didn't get to do that. But, uh, no, Valley, Valley was a good spot. Honestly, the members out there – did not tip well so that's why <laughs> that's why i decided to take my talents over to the ridge with with my buddy brendan over here <laughs> i and, love uh, it uh surefingers mike you know really brought in some tips uh, <laughs> out at the ridge but where'd uh, you get that nickname let's hear that story real quick ah uh, you know we just whenever ladies day out at valley we <laughs> that's all you gotta we say we were sure to bring in some money on those days i love it um yeah, Love so I uh, worked out at Valley for a while, then went to the Ridge, was there for a couple of years. Uh, then I was going to school out in Tennessee, um, worked for the athletic department out there and decided to caddy out at the honors course down in Ottawa. Uh, solid, solid track down there. Really cool southern spot. Um, a lot of Coca-Cola membership out there and some big money and um, just kind of a, a southern spot. And then uh, moved back here and uh, decided to caddy out at out at CGC, so play golf all and the time. And along with you, do digital marketing. You do a few different things. Yeah, yeah. So, so I do co- have a couple side gigs. Yeah, uh, yeah you can that, plug, plug your that shit. Yeah, plug yourself. Follow a hey, at at debate the hype. Uh, that's the big <laughs> one. Uh, I'm the uh, producer, marketing design, social media director, all that sort of stuff. Uh, so follow that. And then uh, if you're a big sports better, I don't know if you guys have any plugs with any of them, but uh, I probably should. DraftKings. We're, we're degenerates. Okay, I but probably should. DraftKings, if you haven't signed up, yeah. sign up using the code DNVR. There it is. There it is <laughs> right. right there. I work for a, co- a, a competitor, but I won't, okay. you know, just so we don't get in trouble yeah. there. Yeah, fair enough. But uh, yeah, so so do some social media, graphic design, all that sign, uh, kind of work on the side. So um, I'm not a full-time caddy like, like Brendan, seasonal yeah. guy, and then do... <laughs> Do some stuff on the side, but that's, uh, that's we got cool, man. plenty of stories. So. Oh, for Hell sure. Hell yeah. Well, and one thing I want to talk about that's really cool about caddying and you and just golf in general is you have these corporate dudes that you guys have met millions of more people than we have and just guys that are in the office there, the biggest dicks, quote unquote, <laughs> that they could be, but they get on the golf course and that's, and on us on a smaller scale working at the Valley of Fun, Spring Valley, people come out there and you don't in your case you know who they are you know their name you know what they do you know brandon stokely john elway vic fangio you guys have caddy for all these dudes guys like that you know who they are right chauncey billups big shot (laughs) the king of park hill (laughs) um but like and you guys know who those dudes are but there's also plenty of dudes that you guys probably caddied for where you you hear their name it doesn't necessarily ring a bell but they're out there to have a good time. They're not out there to be hassled by yeah. millions of people around them that who, who do know who they are. Yep. They're just trying to relax and trying to enjoy their round of golf. And the game of golf, whether or not you're actually a good player or not, even if you're a good player, the, the courses both you guys caddies at, caddy at in Colorado, the um, Castle Pines and not the club at Castle Pines. Or yeah, it Go- is the, the club. Golf club. The golf club. Castle Pines Golf Club and Colorado Golf Club, two of the most prestigious courses 
always rated in the top 100 in America. The only two in Colorado, which well, the Broadmoor is, is, but that's bullshit. But it's a tra- <laughs> it's that a place travesty. is dumb. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, I, dumb. I read those every year, and I'm like, all right, Colorado needs to be more featured in this, but it's fine. But Club at Castle Pines and Colorado Golf Club are always in those, and they don't necessarily have to be that great of a player or. But they're they're out there trying to enjoy their time. They're out there trying to have For a good sure. time, and they let their guard down because most of the time, I guess I should say, because they're not as wh- whether they may be worth five hundred million or five million, whatever. It's five million times what I'm worth. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. they're they're not not everybody's that good at golf. They just because no. you're worth five hundred million doesn't mean you're good at golf, golf. Doesn't give a shit what you look like, how much money you make. You can be good or you can completely suck. No matter who you are, how rich you are, your physical appearance, whatever. Like, golf knows no uh, discrimination, which is why it's it's pretty damn fun. Yeah, well, normally, you know, m- my saying is, like, if you suck at golf, you must be really good at your job because you're working a lot and you're not playing a lot of golf. Yeah. And, uh, you know, sometimes that's not necessarily true. We've got plenty of members out at, you know, both courses I've worked at that play every single day and still shoot. 98s consistently it's like how in the world you hit five bags of balls every single day and then you play 18 holes how can you not break 90 but sometimes it just it doesn't work that's one thing real quick i've never understood is and i'm not knocking it but like people who grind and grind and grind and never really get any better and they're still put i i don't know if it's their standard of decent golf but it would just get so frustrating for yeah, me. Yeah, I think I would have quit and pick up pickleball or something. Right, or, exactly. Yeah. But I, I guess it's just like a sheer love for the game yep. that makes you do it. Because otherwise, I mean, you'd go fucking insane yep. trying know, to... Some of, these, some of these guys seem pretty miserable out there. So <laughs> I'm that, not sure it's a that's love really for the game. true. It's, well, like... and it's your guys' jobs, our jobs in the shop. It's your guys', guys on the course. Um, your guys' job on the course to try to help them enjoy that no matter what they shoot, you know? Yeah. And that's, that's really the challenge. But it can be very rewarding, and it can also go the other way. Yeah, well, it definitely can go the <laughs> other way. And sometimes the best thing to do is make fun of make fun of them and help them make fun of themselves. Because it, exactly. then it like, takes the pressure off them. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you suck. Like, it, it's okay. Everybody else knows. Like, mm-hmm. now you don't have to hide it. You're going to shoot 94 today. But yeah. if you make a par, like, way to go. Be like, stoked. Awesome. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Like, what happened there? You're just not that good. It's <laughs> <laughs> like... Don't know what else to tell I you. I guess back in the day, Jack Nicholas and, and Jim Leland, when he was the Rockies manager, um, what was that in the mid-90s? Uh, they were playing in like a pro-am around here somewhere, and Leland hits a shot and gets all pissed off, and Jack looks at him and goes, Jim, you're not good enough to get that angry. Yeah. Yeah. Like, And that's just the f- God's honest truth. Some people just need to understand. And like you said, if you can laugh at yourself and know I'm this good – like, I'm not that bad. I'm yep. not that good. And know what kind of golfer you are. It makes life a whole lot easier you're gonna, out there. Yeah, you're going to enjoy the game so much more. And that's yeah. amateur golfers. That's the biggest thing for them. It's like they expect to hit a shot to 15 feet, like hit a drive down the fairway, hit it to 15 feet, you know, make a putt, you know, or not. But they're, they're uh, you know, shooting 90, 95. Like, you, you don't do that. <laughs> yeah. And for them to get mad for chunking one or whatever, like, that's just what you're going to do. Like, yeah. chill out. Like, you're going to play worse when you get mad. And don't you feel like don't you feel like because we're there and a lot of the guys we work for predominantly have guys all the time, right? Yeah. yeah. So we always joke, like, what would they do without yeah. us? Because, like, they can't, you know, they yeah. can't do it on their own, right? And <laughs> exactly. So like, and so it's kind of like because we're there, we're telling them where to hit the putt, what, you know, where to aim, whatever. It's like... 
it's like it should just become easier. It's like no, yeah. like it's easy to give instruction, but it's harder to take. Like yep. that's why I always, you know, guys be like, good, you know, good read there. And I'm like, well, it's easier to give instruction than take it. Yep, for sure. And they sure. kind of laugh, and I'm like, no, seriously, like to tell you, it's the right edge from 20 feet is a lot easier than making it yep. and hitting it right. Uh, edge, absolutely. You know? So I think because we're there, they think it's just, but you know, going to be like, oh well, Mitch told me what to do, and so I'm gonna it, I'm gonna shoot 68 today. It's like no, you. You've never broken 80 in your life. Yeah. Why would you shoot 68 just because yeah. I'm here to help you? Yep. you know? Still got to execute. That's it's it's almost part. like the Jordan Speed type thing where he's always talking shit about Greller. Yeah. Like yeah. he'll shoot. He's always saying we. And I, it's a it's a double double sided thing because when they play, when they when Jordan plays well, he goes we played well. It's yeah. like no, you had to execute. You know. Yeah. And Greller is a great caddy. I'm yeah. sh- I'm sure he's a phenomenal caddy, but he's not doing a different job day in day out. No. He. Like he's not affecting Jordan's performance day in day out. Like he he's pretty much the constant. So if Jordan thinks he's playing like shit and he says we like he gets pissed at Grell or yeah. whatever, it's just a cover up. Like it yeah. really is. Like he's looking to point a finger and not just take the blame. Yep. So oh, yeah. sometimes it's a fall guy too. Oh, for where, sure. Well, they'll they'll pull a putt and they'll be like, oh fuck, bad yeah. read. You know, and you're like yeah. that was. Dead on, you just pulled it like three feet left, you know? So you're that guy too. Yeah, that's what I tell people. Like, the reason you're paying me is for some, you you can blame someone now. Like, (laughs) you don't blame yourself. You blame me for everything, and that's why you're paying me. Yeah. Like, just a consultant. Yeah, exactly. For sure. Like, if you hit a bad shot, it's, oh, yeah, the caddy gave me a bad distance. Like, I didn't, but that's your excuse. (laughs) Like, yeah. you You can believe it, or it was a bad read. Yeah, you pulled it four feet, but. And we know how temperamental golf is. Like, as a player, you don't want to have that mental like one time Spencer caddied for me. I was in the final group <laughs> at a junior event at Flying Horse. Some family with caddy, that's always dangerous. Oh, dude, oh, it got oh, it got oh, off the rails. It was wild. Yeah, I was I've like caddied for you a few times. Though. But this tournament was like the first time you'd ever really caddied for me. And I shot. We were at Flying Horse. And great uh, track, by yeah, the way. Good. I want to shout out Flying Horse. Track. It is great. my favorite course in Colorado. I would have. It's in my top five. There's for one sure. janky great. asshole or two. There's eleven a sucks. Eleven's rough. <laughs> uh, eleven's <laughs> awful. Eleven's where it came off the rails for me. I three putted it, and then I think I finished like, I was even par. I shot even on the first eighteen, and I was even through the first ten the next day, and I was like four or five back of the lead. I I wasn't like that close, but I was close enough. And I three putted 11, and then uh, I parred 12, which is a birdie hole, and I was kind of pissed. And then I hit a shot in the water on on 13, and this is where Spencer fucked up. Spencer's over here <laughs> laughing. He knows. So dude, I hit a shot in the water. There was wind out of the right, and I hit a shot, and it just keeps hooking, keeps hooking. And I'm like, dude, what's with that wind? He goes, you just snap hooked it in the fucking water. <laughs> like, he, he literally stands and looks at me. He goes, what the fuck was that? I'm like, you're really saying that to me? Like, I don't feel shitty enough? You know, he. that's where I'm saying that's not what a caddy does. I it? learned that day. Yeah, <laughs> just I didn't talk to him for, like, the last eight holes. I think I literally, like, bogeyed out. I was just on tilt after that. Like, I was not happy. But that's the thing when he was caddying. He could have been like, dude, good sway. And, you know, he's pumping me full yeah. of bullshit. Yeah. But it would have made me feel that's better. That's what and it's I, all about. Exactly. Yeah. And I probably would have played. I probably would have finished up okay. But when he, like, it just turn me and it probably because it's my brother too but i was like it can it can really take the direction of a, a round of golf for, oh, sure. for sure absolutely like, actually it reminds me of a now that you're talking about this it reminds <laughs> me of funny do you get do you guys know matt porter 
Yeah. So he was, you know, he was my, one of my best friends growing From up. From CSU and, uh, Pueblo, right? Yeah. Or he went yeah. to CSU Pueblo. Pride, yeah. pride of, still the pride of Pueblo. Yeah, so we play. Shout, shout out Matt Porter. Porter. <laughs> um, yeah, so we nickname? were good buddies. And we, uh, we're Did playing. Matt have a nickname? Uh, or uh, maybe I was thinking. <laughs> Carded. I don't know about yeah, him. Uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's Carded, but uh, <laughs> okay, we just all call him Porter. Yeah, Porter. Yeah, I've met him a handful of times. I think Halberd calls him Portsy, but. Okay. But so we're, I think it was like I was 15 or 16, and I was uh, playing the the uh, men's match play at Bear Creek. Or no, not Bear Creek, sorry. It was uh, the off year was at uh, Plum Creek. Okay. Castle Rock, right? It was like number 12 there, that par three down the hill, I believe. Yeah. The With the all the railroad ties around uh, yeah, the green. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm playing uh, Luke Simons, who at the time was like a junior at CU, and I'm like waxing him. You know, now the coach shows up for CU at like the turn, and I'm just, I'm like, him the I'm like riding high. I'm like, you know, I'm going to I'm just going to dominate this kid. You know, he doesn't know what's coming. We get to 12 and I'm like, so what do you like? Like seven or eight iron porter? And he goes, I like the chunk five. And I'm like, you fucking kidding me? Like, like I'm literally this is like, not the time. Yeah, like I'm like, like, it was kind of funny at the time. But at the same time, it's like not the thing you say in a. Yeah. You know, in a tournament like that. And for sure. Like, and he's just like cracking up, and I'm like, "This there, is like a, a big deal. <laughs> like this is, a, you know." Yeah. And of course, I like tanked and lost like two and one on seventeen. And, <laughs> you know, the rest is history. Well, and you and never not, tell not those to stories blame, if you win. Yeah, not to know? blame Porter on that, but I was like, "Really? Like that's your that's Classic your comment?" Porter. You know? yeah. Classic Porter. It is a scapegoat too, yeah. though, for sure. Well, so kind of piggybacking off of that, let's just jump right into it, and we, we don't have to name names, but we'll go. Do you guys want to go worst first or best first? And you don't have to necessarily pick. Well, I, I want you to just pick one first thing that pops into your head, like worst round caddying that you've. Oh boy! In in recent in start? relatively yeah. recent memory. <laughs> um. Uh. So so I had one the other day. <laughs> recent. <laughs> the other day. The other yeah, day. that's yeah, pretty it was, recent. The wound so is fresh. It, was, it, was, <laughs> it was it was one of those Monday charity rounds out at CGC. Yeah. And you come into this, you have no idea what you're getting. And normally it's a pretty easy day. You know, we ride on the back of the carts most of the time. You just It's a scramble, so you're reading one putt. You know, dudes hit it in the native. You run and get it. You throw everything middle of the fair. Like, you know, yeah. it, it's relatively easy. Um, not this one. This was a shamble. And uh, so you, you play the Shit drive. And you pick the best drive, and then you play him from there. Well, one of the guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, you know, my job as a caddy, we go to the first you know, I'm riding in the cart and he pulls out three dozen golf balls. When we get to, we start on like five. And I was like, what are you doing with all those? Like, you don't need all of those. Like, that's why I'm here. And he goes, no, you haven't seen me play golf. And I was like, I was like, no, like I, if we lose 36 golf balls, like, three I, dozen I balls suck at my job. <laughs> no, no, this dude needed 30. He, he lost 33 golf balls. Oh, my God. He would take two off the tee, and he wouldn't. So I'm running down the fairway, so I'm 200 yards ahead. Yeah. And he would hit him like 40 yards. And out at CGC, you, everything's a carry. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not walking back 150 yards to look for your golf ball in the native. You don't hit it to me. You don't qualify exactly. for four caddy services. So, so he <laughs> lost He lost 33 golf balls and shot a 235, roughly. We didn't. <laughs> uh, that was not, That's not, like, accurate, but, like. He took almost a 13 on every single hole. Well, you got to think that's like 70 penalty strokes or, or I mean. That, that's not counting penalty strokes. Oh, Jesus. So we would drop in the fairway so we wouldn't take his drive. How From long the did this, shamble drive, he took 13. How long did this take? Long. Six hours. Six. Yeah. yeah that's, it that's, was, that's got six hours written all over it. It was 
It was the <laughs> worst. Good face, actually. But like the fact you take that many moving. shots, six hours is moving. The fact that this guy had brand new clubs, like all this year's stuff. He was wearing like all the Travis Matthews stuff. Like he shows up, it's like, all right, this dude. You know, the first thing you do when you have one of those events is you look at the golf clubs because if you look at the clubs and it's like, all right, these, you know, you got decent clubs. More than likely, you're gonna have a decent player. Not the case. Nope. <laughs> well, it almost is like if they're too nice, they might be absolutely it's, horrible. Yep. Like, yep. you know, some guys that have like two, three-year-old clubs, and I don't want to like stereotype, but you're like, oh, they could be pretty good sticks, yep. you know, low handicap. You get a guy with brand new PXGs, brand new yep. Miras, brand new whatever, you're like, this guy is in over his head. Or he's a plus three. Yep. Like, one or the other. There's no in between. I was hoping for a plus three. Iron, the iron <laughs> Not head, a plus the three. Iron head covers are always a dead giveaway. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Stay away still, from I've those. I've still yet to meet a guy we, with iron head covers that is a good player. Stay away from I those. Mean, we yes. got a couple guys out at Spring Valley who use them. Shout out AC and Dave Eddy. Um, and they're <laughs> yeah, both single digits. And they both, What's the point? Uh, well, yeah their clubs aren't nice enough i'm sorry i mean they play decent sticks but one of them's got like he's got a place in fiji so he's got fijian like it's all fiji i'm like whatever and then the other one is all usa so he's like usa and i mean i'm not making excuses because they they all suck and i give them shit for it all yeah. the time but they uh, are decent players they're like one dave's like a four and he's like the best player i've ever seen with iron head covers but he also rocks different loud mouths every single okay round. he's a loud mouth kind of guy so you know, he, he's a CEO for Boeing. He's a head engineer okay. for Boeing military defense. Yeah. So he, he's yeah. doing all right. Yeah, he's he's living okay for sure. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. he lives so on he the fifteenth hole. He kind of does he whatever he every wants. Every putt he looks at at Spring Valley, like his he, ball striking. He's a solid three or four, and I've given him a lesson. He hits it, but you watch his. You honestly watch his swing one or two. You're probably and like, Dave, he's if a you're 10. listening to this, I know you're probably not. You're old you know listen to podcasts <laughs> but you you watch his swing and you're like dude this dude doesn't shoot under 90 but he just makes and, everything but he rolls he, the rock the plastic, his, his baby. fucking short game Buffer is dough. disgusting yeah. dude he's he got shoots this mid fucking, to low 70s he's got this all the time Cameron Futura with like the big like dots like it's like yeah. the big like and he's got like the, looking thing. the 20 inch he, grip on it yeah whatever. he's got a 20 inch grip and he's straight like home like his elbows are straight out yeah, it's and weird. He makes everything he looks at. It's, it's nuts. It's non-conventional, but <laughs> yeah. it works. Anyway, those are the best. Those are the only two guys I've ever seen with iron head covers, which their games were not absolutely atrocious. Yep. So, yeah, I got to shout them out. But the the iron head covers, I don't care how good or bad you are, they're horrible. Yeah, don't. The, they do, do not. It. They do not belong. Throw them away. Yeah, <laughs> throw them right in the trash. Burn them. Don't Just, even give yourself a chance to pull them out of the trash can. Yeah, exactly. Well, so. You went the route of, like, just an awful player. Well, it sounds like he was a little selfish, too. I mean, if he's hitting two off the tee every yeah, time. it's like, what are we doing, dude? Yeah. Like, and his company's up. probably paying for the round. It's not like yeah. it's anything out of his trying pocket. To get, trying to get his money's worth. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, he probably, he probably would have spent more in golf. I mean, three dozen Pro V1s, a buck fifty. He was 50. playing the red golf balls, too. Like, uh, Oh, like, so they're kind of hard to uh, see, too. Looking for, like, Easter eggs out there. <laughs> felt like it was e oh, come on, too. Were they, were they Volvics? <laughs> what were they? No, they were Callaways. Oh, the red cow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, you try yeah. and find those in the sky, and it's like, dude, they're impossible to see, see in the air. You can't no. see them in the air. And yeah. people come out with like green golf balls. Like, why are you playing green golf balls? The grass is green. <laughs> yeah, like I, they made white golf balls for a reason because nothing else on the golf course is white. Yeah, if it ain't broke, don't fix exactly. it. Kind of thing. Like, exactly. I can see my white golf ball. Yep. Well, so Brendan, let's hear your worst experience in recent memory. Hmm. Yeah. Not. 
I'm, I'm pretty lucky I get a lot of decent players for the most part. Um, not too many, like, hacker rounds. I mean, you get them every once in a while. Yeah, lucky. Remember, I think it was a couple years ago in our one of our uh, member tournaments. I'll leave the guy's name out. Uh, <laughs> it's very kind of um, you. But, uh, you know, just a high-strung guy. Just, you know, and his partner's high-strung. And his partner had me in the club championship, and he's making everybody look sad. So he's like, I want you to go with us in this, you know, this big tournament. We're, they're playing for, like, like the total Calcutta or whatever you want to call it was like 350 grand that year. So, I mean, they're Holy playing shit. for some big yeah, change, that's right? Seri- that's yeah, that's serious and, uh, You know, so we go <laughs> yeah. through all these practice rounds. These guys are grinding me in the practice round, you know, and they're playing really good. I'm like, sweet, this could be could be lucrative, you know? They, well, d- they're uh, like, we'll take care of you if we win. Right? I was going to say, so real like, quick, does, does it kind of pay out yeah, like yeah. that? Like if, if they make good money? Yeah, most, okay. most of the groups in this tournament, you know, and it's like this every year. This year it was like half a million dollars. In the, Jesus, you know? and so, that's a lot. So yeah, if you're the winning caddy or even if you're top ten and your group makes some dough, you can make, you know, get a good percentage or whatever. And so so we're doing the practice round. They're like, you know, don't tell anybody. That way nobody bets on us. And they're like getting all serious <laughs> about this. And I'm they're like, like I really don't you think, to not you know, say anything. Yeah, I'm like, I really don't think it matters. I'm not going to say anything anyways, but okay. <laughs> we get out there in the tournament, I mean, just they go from, like, you know, looking like sandbaggers in the practice round to, like, looking like vanity handicaps in the tournament, right? <laughs> and the one guy is just, I mean, he's not my favorite person to begin with. And, you know, I'd give him a read, and he'd be like, oh, great read, Brennan. And then the next hole, he'd, you know, like Mike was saying, it's like, you know, right edge starts at, like, two cups out left. And he goes, <laughs> you know, you've had some really fucking good reads today, but that was a fucking terrible read. And I mean, just like all day long and like in front of like the other members, you know, and they're yeah, like, just like dragging you guy? through the mud. Yeah. And so it's just like you're just like walking on eggshells and it's just, yeah, that's a pretty rare case. But you just, yeah, you get those guys like that and you're like, this yeah. is not fun for like, I'm no. I'm out here. I'm not, I'm never trying to get you to play worse golf, right? Like, yeah, I'm here to help you play better golf. Like if I did t- give you a bad read, it was not because I was intending to. Yeah. But, you know, most of the time he was just. He he needed somebody to blame it on for sure, you know. And I found as a Scapegoat. caddy, you know, if you especially with these guys, some of them have egos, and so, you know, you just my favorite line is caddy air. You know, even if I yep. know they hit a bad putt, I go, oh, that was caddy air. Yeah. And it's amazing how much they like you when they just like it's like everything's forgiven. Yeah. Like if you stand, if you try to stand by your read, and you're like, dude, you pulled that. Like they, they, get, like death they glare, get pissed. They like death off. glare you. But if you yeah. just go, oh yeah, Mitch, that was oh you rolled it great. Like that was just bad read. Yeah. And they're like, oh okay, great, great. <laughs> you know, and it's like everything's forgiven. And I'm yeah. Like, Okay, I guess I just have to make myself look bad, and yeah, you, you know, or everything's fine. Yeah, you got to suck it up, and everything's your fault. Like that's exactly. that's what I tell people. Like the reason you're paying me is I'm your excuse. Like, yeah, anything bad that happens, you blame it on me, and that's what we do. Well, like those people are literally like your boss for a day. Yep. yep. Are you gonna talk shit to your boss? You're gonna exactly. be like, no, you're yeah. wrong. You know, they're they're paying you. So yeah, that's what yep. some caddies like to get a little defensive. You know, there's been some. Oh, I'm sure. Over the years, yeah. you know, I've heard stories and I've yep. seen well, in like person, and it's like, okay, like, is it really worth it? Like, this guy's... Is this a hill to die on? Or yeah, just, it's like, like this guy's... You're going to have to come back here. You might have to work for this guy again. Like, yep. is it worth it? You know, yeah, it's like, for yep. sure. You know, Well, but. so real quick, um, did he take care of you, that dude who was being a total asshole? Do you uh, remember? I mean, yeah, he didn't, didn't pay average. me like, really well. Yeah, I was like, you know, okay. it wasn't below average, wasn't... Yeah, you know, well, there's... Right in the middle. I'm sure there's nothing worse than... You get a good loop. You feel like you did really well, and then the dude doesn't take care of you. Oh, oh yeah. And I'm sure there's both sides. Those are inevitably, those oh are inevitably always gosh. the guys that are the cheapest. It's a kind of ironic, you know. Yep. You get a, get a group, <laughs> and you're like the whole day, you're like can't get a vibe on this guy. Like I think he hates me. And then you get done, and you're like get paid, and you're like oh, like that, that was a great that was yeah. a great loop. And then next time your boss is like oh yeah he requested you, and you're like I thought he hated me. Yeah. And then it's like the vice versa. It's like you know 
they'll come up to me and be like, oh, my God, you're the best caddy I've ever had, best reads I've ever had. And they pay you, and you're like, well, it doesn't seem that way. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. so it's kind of like down in your hand. It's you're so like, hard oh, to, well. yeah, it's yeah, so hard it's, to like tell what yeah. what people are thinking because yeah, half the time you think the guy hates you for sure. They're the best pair you've ever had, or like great loop, and then vice versa. They tell yeah. you you did a great job, and you're like, I hope I never work for you ever again because <laughs> you're, you know, you're kind of yeah, cheap. It's, it's, it's like in Caddyshack you know. when Judge Smells gives gives Danny Noon in the quarter. It's like that happens all the time. Like you did a great job, and it's like, all right, sick. You gave me minimum. Like yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, I'm gonna request you in the future. Like, no, you're not. I'm not giving. I you hope you don't. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. don't I'm request me, please. Gonna decline it. Yeah, for sure. Well, okay, so we'll flip that then. What's and it, it doesn't even necessarily have to involve like how good of a player they are or whatever. But who's your favorite loop? And you can like shout them out. Oh, like, this is the good side of it, so you can yeah. say them personally if you feel comfortable or whatever. But go for it. You got a better one than I do, probably. That's it's tough. I mean, it's. I probably it probably has to be between two people that are I work for so Peyton Manning member of Cast Pines um, plays a lot of guys that I shout out PFM oh he's Decent. he's the best I mean he's as good as advertised you know that's yeah. awesome just great dude um, I I think what I love about him is he's so competitive on the golf course and he's he's not a great player but he's he's solid you know he's probably a I don't even know five. Well, five he showed seven, his game you know? a little bit in oh, the yeah. match yeah, down in Florida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's throwing a couple yeah. darts. He's pretty like, good. Damn, dude, dude, you when, look like a scratch. When he was when, when he was Brady and, for that, when Brady and Mickelson hit that shot on I think sixteen the par three to yeah. like eight nine Brady feet, and, and, then, and then Tiger hits one kind of fucking squirrely, and Peyton steps up and fucking knocks it like two oh, yeah. feet. Yep. I'm like, all right, this guy's a fucking fool. Yeah, he he and he'll he'll play cast pines for, you know. Not big time money, but he'll play with like way better players than him, and he just and he gets his strokes. Yeah, but I mean, when he hits a bad shot, he is he's not he is upset. And then when he <laughs> he's hits like one, a, a when he hits one good, it's a, like that yeah. you know, it's like that little fist pump, you know, and for sure. And he's so he's just a he just, just lives a really, the he's just a really nice dude, and he just yeah, he's he's a competitor. But I think a close second or you know would be Chauncey Billups. I mean. I've only worked for him three or four times over the last couple of years, but I mean, he's just still sick though. I mean, probably one of the nicest human beings you'll ever meet. Just, I know he does a lot for the Denver community for yeah. underprivileged youth, you know, all that type of stuff. But I mean, he's just, when he's there, he's so grateful to be there, which some guys kind of take it for granted, yeah. you know, and he's no there doubt. and he's, he just treats, he treats us with, you know, the utmost respect and he's just a fun dude to be around. Like he's just a, that, just a chill dude. He's that's just, awesome, you know, dude. That's what you yeah. hope everyone would be. Yeah. yeah. And I'm assuming they take pretty good care of you. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> and I love, I love. I remember the first time I ever caddied for him, a couple years ago. It's actually a funny story. I was, I was really, I was out on Friday night, and I was really hungover. So I like, <laughs> back in the day, we didn't have to. We just showed up to work at Cast Pines if you wanted to work. If you didn't want to work, you just didn't show up. <laughs> so, like, sounds I like a pretty never, sweet gig. Yeah, I almost don't ever. Like, I like to work a lot, so I'm like, yeah. I'm laying in bed though, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm so hungover <laughs> my boss calls me he's like you got a request like where are you i'm like i'm in bed he's like get your ass here right now and i'm like oh fuck okay so i get out of bed and i show up and it's one of my regulars and and chauncey's in the group and he like hits it a little ride on the first hole and i go uh, <laughs> what uh i found a ball but i didn't see the writing on it. i'm like what are you uh what are you playing chauncey because I got Taylor made five with Mr. Big Shot on the side. <laughs> and I was like, of course you do, you know. And every time I've carried for him since then, he's got Taylor Maids with Mr. Big Shot on the side. And that's what's cool about all those athletes. They all have like Peyton's got number eighteen on his yeah. ball. Yeah. You know, I carried for Taysom Hill once this summer at Cast Pines. He's got, you know, the seven and kind of the Saints. Like, yeah. I don't know what you'd like gold or whatever. Yeah. And you know, it's <laughs> like they all they've all got their logo or something. And you on said their ball Taysom beat it. 
Like oh. he hits it a super long way. That dude's a that dude's an athlete. Yeah, I mean he's well. I mean he's a quarterback well, yeah, he, and a receiver and a runner. Yeah, yeah. He does yeah what can he brings he him in? And he I mean, runs he, an out route. Yeah. And the next play, he's running an RPO. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> scoring a touchdown exactly. last night. Like I was, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, I think it was sixteen. The par three cast pines, and they were playing all. The, they were playing from like, oh, it was like, I don't know why I remember this, but it was like two hundred eight, two hundred nine flag, and there's like no wind. I'm like, yeah, you know, you're trying to hit a two hundred shot. The screen's a little firm, you know. Hits a shot and just, I mean, just comes off, and you're like, holy shit, that is hammered. And it wasn't like low. I mean, this thing's towering. Yeah. And like flies the back edge of the green. I shoot it with my Bushnell. It's 225. I'm like, what'd you hit? Like six or seven? He goes, that was eight. And I'm like, what? <laughs> just flew eight iron, 225. <laughs> and is... then we go to 17, and there's this new box behind the pond, and they added these bunkers last winter. And so all of us guys were like, Joe, we're like, those bunkers aren't in play from that back box, are they? You know, no way anybody gets there. It's like 320, playing uphill like 25, 30 yards. He's been playing the member tees all day. I see him back there, and I'm like, what's he doing? And I see him pump a driver and just flies over my head, flies into the right bunker. He gets up there. He's like, where did that go? I'm like, it's in that right bunker. He's like, oh, okay. He's just, no, no. I'm like, you just flew that like 340, 350 with the uphill. Like, yeah, I caught that one pretty good. <laughs> I'm like, decent. Like, and I, I, I would hope so. I didn't, I didn't realize till like nine or 10 that he'd been hitting four iron off the tee all day from like the member tees. Oh, He's hitting okay. out there, you know, 280, 290 with a four iron all day. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, well, I guess I wouldn't hit driver either. It makes it a little easier. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. You hit your four iron straight and it goes 290. Why not? You know? Yeah. yeah easy but, game. Yeah. All right, Mike. Um, who's your favorite? So I, I had Peyton out at the honors course when I was out there. That one was pretty sweet. Uh, also had Harris English. He had a he was throwing a bachelor party for uh, oh, a I bunch bet. of his Georgia like Georgia teammates. Okay. So we had like eight eight of his Georgia teammates. Um, that was a really cool round because they were all all solid golfers. Oh yeah, they're all Harris really English. Good you know, first hole he puts it to like six inches, tap in birdie. Next hole's a par five, hits four iron to like eighteen inches. So it's like. I mean, that dude's stupid good. And he's just out messing around <laughs> yeah, having a I mean, good time. The, yeah, the dude's... They're drinking yeah, probably. Yeah, hung over, and he's <laughs> three under through two. Yeah. Like, just insane. <laughs> no yeah, and we got to talk to... Because all those dudes went to school with Patrick Reed. I, dude, I was just... <laughs> so, when you were saying, like, eight of the Georgia buddies, I was going to say, probably no Patrick Reed. No, <laughs> yeah. no, 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 no Patrick <laughs> Not Reed. invited. So <laughs> one, of, one of the guys... So I had them two different days. So I had Harris one day, and then I had this... Uh, I can't think of his name, but he was su he was super cool. Like Russell... Was Russell Henley there? Uh, Henley was not. Was he, he a little before English? Yes. Okay. Yeah, he was okay. a little before. But uh, so I had this other this other guy from Georgia, and, and he was, like, a super cool dude, but... After he graduated from Georgia, like plays like three times a year, and you can st still tell life. he's got it. Yeah, yeah, like, like I mean, the dude went out to the honors, which is a hard track. Yeah, and shot like seventy four, and hadn't played in like eight months. Yeah, um, so you can just tell he was good. But I, I was talking to him, and I was like, I was like, all right, like I got it. It was, you know, a year or two after Patrick Reed won won the masters and had just done the, you know, whole sand trap thing. And so, you know, it's fresh on everybody's mind. And I was like, all right, I got to know, like, is, is Patrick Reed, what everybody says, like he got kicked out of Augusta state and all that stuff. And we well, got like, kicked out of Georgia, went to Augusta state. That, yeah, that, that's right. Yeah, okay. yeah. 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 For like, what was he stealing? He was stealing stuff out of the locker cheating. room, cheating. Yeah. So I was like, I was like, is that really Being a degenerate? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, is that really like his MO? He's and this guy was like, yeah, I, uh, you know, I'm a real relatively easy guy to get along with. I get along with everybody like easy going, chill, whatever. He said, when I knew I was done with, with Patrick was we were playing in a qualifying round 
uh, for a tournament. It was like the last tournament of the year, and it was a dogleg right. And Patrick Reed tried to cut the corner and just like airmailed it miles right into the trees. So hits a provisional. I, I can and see like, where this is going. And like kind of, kind of cut it down the trees, but should have been fine. Um, so the guy was caddying for hit like four and off the tee, middle of the fairway. He hits his approach up, and uh, Patrick Reed's like in the rough, where his second drive was. And uh, he walks up. He goes, "Is that your second? He goes, "No, no, no. This is my first. And the guy was like. How how was that your first? He goes must have gotten a good bounce off the tree, and so I mean you're not gonna like call well, somebody on it. Like you, you, you can't wouldn't think prove. in college golf you'd have to police exactly. your fellow teammates. Yeah, yeah. Like that's exactly. high school shit. Yeah. So yeah. so like you can't you know you can't. He's not gonna call him on it and because yeah. y- you don't know. Yeah. You can't and prove it theoretically. Yeah, right? exactly. exactly. So it's like all right. Like I mean it's on it's on you and that's that's a good thing about golf. Like. It's on you. It's self-governed, yeah. yeah. Yep. So if you're cheating, it's just going to make you look bad when you get, you know, waxed because you say you're a three handicap when you're really your And name. then you're known as that guy. Yeah, exactly. Everybody so, hates you. So Patrick Reed ends up getting, I think he makes par on that hole and beats out one of the seniors oh. for the last spot in the tournament. And this guy doesn't get a play. Like, his college career is over. Yeah. And so this guy was pissed off he was like i should have called him Rightfully on it or done so. something oh, because yeah. you know just protecting that just ended the field one, yeah like, it, it ended one of his friends college careers yeah. and patrick reed goes and and then gets to play in this tournament and um so was he just because he just was there his freshman year yep reed yeah yep, yep. and then he went to augusta, to augusta state, state and i don't everybody know if you ever hated him there yeah i was gonna say yep. did, you you guys i'm sure you heard about that um he well he beat the shit out of peter uline like twice yep in back-to-back national titles and all of his teammates were rooting for him to lose. Yep. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. And, and you have a national title on the line. Like that's history. I mean, it's not a, it's not the football national title, but I mean, yeah, in your respective sport, that's yeah. huge shit. Like big that's time. a big deal. And if your teammates aren't rooting for you, that's saying something. Oh, yes. Yeah, I, I don't even know how, I don't know how he sleeps at night. I mean, I mean, you can't really, I mean, there's enough people that have come forward about the college shit, right? So yeah. Like, yep. I'm not I'm not debating that's not real, but then I mean we have stuff on, on live T V yeah. yeah. him cheating. So it's like we know we know it's in there and I, I've always said once you cheat, you know, it's not like you do it once, you know, you're you're doing it all the time. You're yeah, you're a habitual yeah. I mean, with you're, golf. Yeah, you're, exactly. you're a you're, you're, exactly. a, you're, a, you're a habitual cheater, you're <laughs> a bad person, right? Yep. Like, like you're just a just, shitty there's person. There's no other way to put it, right? Yeah. And I'm like, I just don't know how he like how can you win win golf tournaments and know that so many people are against you and yep. just like show up every week smiling and like yeah, doing yeah. interviews. I'm like, I mean, I think how, he, how warped of a person. Oh, are you I think that's he's in so deep. You know. Like that's all he knows. Yeah. Well, and I think like, that's how he, like, yeah, I think his whole he life's alive. Being this <laughs> Basically huh? like that's what he feeds off of it. And I, I could get that completely. Yep. yep. So, um, so it was cool listening to those guys and listen to the stories they had. Just I mean, the ins and outs. Yeah. And it wasn't even, you know, the Patrick Reese stuff. It was just like, listening to them talking about how they had to like grind in college against, you know, these dudes had, I think in their graduating class with Harris English or like playing all at once. It was like Russell Henley, Harris English, all these dudes. There were like six dudes that are on tour yeah. and they're out grinding There's for five a spots bunch of good players. in a call in a college tournament. Yeah. So like qualifying round, these dudes would come out and shoot like 67 and feel good about it and not, make a spot yeah because that's, that's why everyone else is shooting 65s and then someone throws up like a 62 yeah so sure. i mean those dudes are just are just so good mm-hmm. yeah that would be a blast so this actually um i want to ask you guys another question 
and it kind of comes into the the fun part of it but what's the best round you've ever caddied for um anybody i mean i know you guys have caddied for your buddies who are pros and things like that but what is like even if it might not have been the best score or whatever but who do you feel like hit it the best and it was like the most enjoyable because i i know for i know a little bit i mean i've looped for some buddies and stuff but there's nothing more satisfying than you're like hit this number you get and they're kind of leaning on you and they do it and you you feel like you're almost a part of that you know what i mean so what are your guys's best rounds like that you've ever witnessed or caddied for um (laughs) that's pretty yeah that's pretty easy for me um so down at whisper rock in scottsdale i mean Wolf's Bothers, you know, probably. Well, yeah, so tell everyone real quick. So you're at Castle Pines in the summer. Yeah, and they go to Whisper Rock down in Scottsdale in the winter. No um, big deal. It's like yeah, the most and, exclusive uh, place decent. down in Scottsdale. Yeah, not bad. Name, so name a few members at Whisper Rock. Just yeah, I mean, you know, Wyndham Clark, you got Colt Nose, Streelman. Um, Isn't Phil a member at Whisper? Yeah, Phil's technically a member. John Rahm's a member. Don't see him a whole lot. Paul Casey's out there all the time. Yeah. Uh, Graham DeLette. I mean, I mean, if you're in Scottsdale, you're yeah. a Whisper Rock. Yeah, there's, if you're there's a, tour a ton. Guy, of, there's you're... probably 25 tour guys out there. Okay. Um, but there's this guy, and it's actually funny that um, he, I think he played professionally very, for a very short period of time, right, after he grabbed, but he played on the same team as Brooks Kepka. Okay. At Florida State. Okay. Really good. So, obviously, he was a really good player. Yeah. Just kind of, I think pro golf wasn't really for him. Didn't do a whole lot. Everybody calls him Kitty down there, but it's Drew Kittleson. Um, maybe not a name that all that many people know. Yeah, yeah. But was really really I've good never player. Heard of him and, uh, yeah, he's probably he's probably like I don't know, thirty two maybe. Okay, right now. Um, but anyways, you know, it was my first year last winter at Whisper Rock. Switched over courses, and the club championship rolls around. And, you know, Kevin Master's like, all right, you got, I forget who the other guy in the group was the first day, but he's like, you know, you got Drew Kittleson. And I knew who he was, and he was a good player or whatever. I'm like, okay, cool. And we go out there, and I mean, the amount of, like, I think I worked for him, like, two or, two or three of the four matches before he won the club championship. And I'm like, I mean, I can just, I can't even think of all the good shots that he hit. Like, it was just, <laughs> yeah. like, literally, I've never seen a ball striking clinic like this in my life. And he shows him the range, and he looks like he's like, I'm like, did this guy like have a bender all night? You know, what's <laughs> going on? And I guess his daughter or his son, I forget which one, you know, it had a really bad fever, so they brought her to, brought her to the hospital at like 1 a.m. Oh, so he got so like he's two up hours of sleep. He's like, yeah, he's like, two hours of sleep. He's on the range warming up. It's like maybe 10 balls when we go out there. And I think he had two drivers off the deck in a couple <laughs> rounds. I saw like from like three bills. And he's like, you like this? And I'm like, I mean, if you, if you, sure. you like it, yeah, I like, you like it. it. I like yeah. it. I mean, you have, I, I wouldn't hit the shot, but right. you know, apparently you think it's a, and both times he like hits it on the green, you know, two putts for birdie. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I guess it was driver off the deck. <laughs> and then another one was he, he's like in between these, we had these little trees of whisper rock that are in the rough that look like benign. And then you hit it in there and you're like, fuck, this is Host. actually kind of my way. It's like, I think this is a perfect, like stinger cut two iron. But the only problem is I'm going to hit, I'm going to hit this bush my follow through and it's going to snap the shaft and i'm like yeah like completely agree i'm like or you could just like <laughs> so chip it, like or you could just like chip it out there and have like a little wedge in he goes nah you know and he's playing a guy that he's probably gonna wax anyways and that's what i love about him he's like well you know they make more two irons so he just pulls out the two iron hits the shot he's talking about and just takes the two pieces and puts in the back of the cart like nonchalantly like we're just gonna go we'll, yeah, we'll go he already planned and, on it but i mean he was that guy it's like what is it playing it's like well we got 157 it's down three to 54 
we're trying to land this like 151. He's like, do you like hitting a little hold off cut into there? Do you like, you know what? I'm like, yeah, I like the little hold off cut eight, you know, and okay, like cuts like two yards, like on the flag the whole time lands, like on the number I was talking about one hops up to like three feet. I'm yeah. Like, okay. And, and, and that's then it was so like, satisfying. And it was I'm like sure. that, like all day. I mean, it was yeah. like, he wants an exact number and like more often than not, he flies it within two yards of the number. And I'm like, you don't even play pro golf. Like you have a, real job yeah and yeah. you're just like you're just waltzing around this place making it look like it's a joke i'm like this is yeah incredible i mean i've never seen i've never watched tiger in person but i mean that i feel like it's like watching tiger woods hit iron shots yeah. like like when just just right at the flag I mean, nothing, every time yeah well and leaves the i mean flag, you're yeah. a really good player in your own right and so i can't even imagine like i don't know did it hit your ego at all or was it just like oh yeah no, i I'm, would personally be like holy shit dude this guy would whoop me and it's almost like yeah. I feel like I can't help you. No, it like was, you're just sitting there, and you're almost just—he's like saying this. You're yeah. like, "Yep, you're no, not it definitely really. definitely was an ego hit because you're like, okay, I'm really not that good at golf, <laughs> but at the same time, he's that good to where yeah, it is kind of one of those like I do believe like you were talking about the Jordan Spieth, the Wii thing. I kind of like that. I kind of don't. It's like I think it's a little too much. Yeah, but I do think that if you have a good caddy and a good player, there you can feed off each other, right? For sure. And so I felt like I felt like I was helping him. But at the same time, like, yeah, it was just an awe. Like, I'm like, do I say good shot or is it just not even is like... Is that standard? Like, I mean, <laughs> I, you haven't hit yeah. a bad shot, so I guess it's just... And short-sided, I mean, just like... Was his demeanor good? Like, was he... Oh, yeah, that's, a, that's my favorite thing about him is he just doesn't really give a fuck. Like, yeah. he just kind of... It's like... And I think that's why he's so good is there's... He's like... He's one of those guys that has that... He's just You know, that attitude like, of just kind of like, you know, if I hit a bad shot, I hit a bad shot. If I hit a good one, whatever, and... So many guys get so emotional and so worked up, and he's, for sure. he's just like flat line. It's like, oh yeah, hit it to five feet again. Like, okay, you know. And it's that expectation. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm sure he's got. And this is the thing: is when people have real world problems. At least that's what I don't get about a lot of people. Is like, you have a job, you have a wife, you have a kid. Golf is not something you should stress over. Yeah, yeah. And that's how he. Sh I mean, I don't yeah. care how good you are, you shouldn't that, worry about it. Yeah, no. like you should play that way the entire time. It, exactly. Yep. But yep. that's and those yeah. are the good players. Those are like yep. even the guys that we play caddy for that are, I don't know, like a six or an eight. You know, there's good sixes and there's bad sixes, right? And the, yep. you know, some of the sixes, it's like they're getting the best out of what you know they should be a twelve, but yeah, because they don't care and they're not emotional, they are a six. And yep. there's the sixes where you're like, dude, if you just like. Didn't give a Chilled fuck. Out. They could you, be like, like drunk out. If you yeah. get drunk and high out here, you'd probably be a plus two. <laughs> yeah. But like you just overthink everything and it's yeah. a million questions. It's like, dude, it's 150, no wind, flat, hit at 150. <laughs> well, what does 135 get me? Well, probably 15 yards yeah. short. Like, yeah. why are we exactly. like why are we like why are we talking about this? If I'm know? doing some like, quick math in my head, yeah. I think you'd hit at 135, that'd be 15 yards short. Yeah, of the flag. yeah it's like I don't know what we're we don't need to do trigonometry that. out here. Like it's pretty simple. <laughs> and then you get the other guys like, how far is it? Like 150. And they're like, how far should I hit it? Like 160, and they pull a club out, and they hit it. Yeah. And it's like there's no there's no secondary thoughts. There's really, no wavering. You know. It's all yep. commitment. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. And that, yeah, I, lo I love that, dude. And you, I think I noticed, too, with a lot of the better players I've played with, there's not as much, like, over-analytical shit, too, where a lot of them just know how good they are, and, and they don't need, like, I hate when you hear a lot of stuff on tour with these guys. They're like, and I get like a bunker cover or whatever, but you don't need a number to the back of the green when the pins in the like. No. If yeah. you hit it to the back of the green, you hit a bad shot. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yep. Like you don't need a number to four different spots. Yeah. You're, and I'm not saying you got to aim at the flag every time, but that's kind of the general number you're trying to hit. Yeah. Yep. Like 
if if you don't hit that number, it's not going to get be good one way or the other. And so I uh, I can definitely appreciate that. But well, all right, Mike, let's uh, hear your favorite or best round. You yeah, no, I mean best that I've seen touching on that Harris English one. I mean when he came out with that bachelor party, I mean they were just throwing back drinks, and I saw the smoothest sixty five. Like, it doesn't even feel like they shoot what they shoot. Like, you know, they just hit shots, make putts, and, you know, even if they hit a bad shot, they're able to get up and down so quick. Well, and and he's a long hitter, too. Yeah, the dude he? hits the ball so far. Yeah. It's crazy when you see those guys, when you caddy for, like, pros. Like, they're so consistent that, like, like Mike said, you just don't you even – don't even like, realize you'd, you'd be like, it. If you, didn't, if you didn't pay attention, you'd be like, I think he shot 70. Yep. Yeah. Like, oh, he shot 63 because it's so boring. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's yeah. it's impressive, but it's also boring at the same time because they hit the shame shot. Every it's like, single oh, you hit time. it down the fairway, three forty again. Yep. Oh, you hit it to five feet again, and then yeah, you just don't realize yep. it. And then by the like, you add it up, and you're like, okay, that was an yeah. incredible round. Because like, they don't feel like you know, if if you think about someone shooting the sixty three, they're going to be making long putts. They're going to be chipping in. They're going to be. But those guys, I mean, a lot of the time they just they hit it to fifteen feet and they make a fifteen footer. They and shoot sixty three, but it could be four strokes less. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's it's, it's not like sixty three is the most they got no, out of it. It's and they're not, not that exciting. excited about it. They're like, yeah, yeah I could have shot fifty eight. Yeah, today. I mean, it's he's like, oh. he's throwing back drinks. He's drinking. He's eating the the molasses cookies we have at the turn, like powering those in. And you know, just after, chilling. Yeah, afterwards, I was like, I was like, Harris, what what'd you shoot? Oh, I don't know, sixty five. I'm like. I don't know. Decent. <laughs> yeah. I know what you shot. Yeah, go. if you don't know what you shot and you shot seven yeah. under, you know you're pretty. Yeah, pretty I fucking mean, good. so and and the noise that come, the noise that their golf ball makes coming off the club face, it's different. It's, it's oh, it's so different. The like Eric, the Eric Halberg quote line, good audio. Yeah, exactly. Oh, dude, I know. Audio. <laughs> yeah, great audio. audio. I love that. And but seriously, I mean, it's like you know, I feel like all of us here we're we're, we're decent golfers. Where you know, every when you play with somebody that's you know, an 18 handicapper, you hit one. They're like, "Wow, that was that was great." That's how I feel like when I when I'm watching these guys. Like they mm -hmm. hit a shot, and the noise it makes is like, "Whoa!" Yeah, we were playing. We were <laughs> playing with our mom that? today. We were just playing a couple a couple holes with our mom, <laughs> and I hit this shot on two at Spring Valley. It's like 205 <laughs> yard par three. And I fucking hit it fat as shit. Yeah. Right? But it flies wow, up. Wow, look yeah. at that. It flies that up in the air. I literally it's go, Mom, you sound like you just saw a firework. Uh -huh. Yeah. And like she goes, Wow. She's like, Wow. And he that's misses such a good the green, shot. like 20 yards short yeah, left. Right when I hit it, I'm like, That's not even sniffing the green. Yeah. Like, that's 20 yards <laughs> yep. short. And it fucking drops. And I have like a 30 yard full pitch yep. shot in. Yep. And she was, and the whole I time. I also she, hit it to like three feet. And she treated mine the exact, exact. same. Wow. I'm like, Mom, what do you. And I don't know. She's trying to like hype him up. It is what it is, but uh, yeah, I was like, "Mom, you don't, you need to understand that yeah. that was dog shit." Yeah, and <laughs> like I hit, I hit a par five and two today, and I bladed the piss out of it, and that's exactly what I said on my approach shot. And she goes, "What are you talking about? You're like 15 feet." Yeah, like, exactly. That doesn't mean I hit a exactly. good shot. Like yep. I still hit it like shit. Yeah, you have it you just, have 80 yard 80 yards in, and you kind of block a wedge, and you're like 20 feet away. You're like, "Oh, that was awful." And like, everyone's like, "What are you?" And they're like, about? "What do you mean?" I would take that every day. It's like, okay, well, <laughs> I'm I, better I, than you. I'm it wasn't sorry. good in That's my book. That's why I'm a plus I'm two, and yeah, you're a ten. Exactly. <laughs> I, I wish I had a tap in right yeah, now. I should like, have a tap yeah, in from 80 yards out. Yeah, it should be within five feet. Actually, kind of funny story about that. One of my hole-in-ones out at the cgc par three course 
on number five. Not a real horn yeah. one. It's a part three course. Well, okay, that's a different debate. <laughs> Eighteen for a different chances. Day. <laughs> we've had this, nine. We've had nine the, chances. We've nine had this chances. Oh, yeah. Nine. Multiple nine. Times. Okay, I still have another. Like I, invited have, their I have three total. <laughs> Come on Two out. Two of them are on the par three course of CGC. One's at Spring Valley. But anywho, I I it was number five out of CGC. It's like 105, 110. And by the way, I almost made one at Com- or I'm sorry, not Common Ground at Fossil Trace, and we were live recording it. But it was play- it was playing 105. I'm like, it, that's and I that's almost a- made one as well. To be fair, no, you on 16. Oh, I oh yes, yes. Oh, I, I was like, what the, the fuck are you talking about? I landed on the back about, of the green, dude? spin it back to like two inches. Yeah, you, okay, yeah. That was, that that was is, a really well structured I would consider shot. that almost making it. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah. it was close. I just, he's bl- fucking, I was blacked he's out. Fucking, he's <laughs> going at me before he even realizes the great shot. No, okay, but what I'm saying is just, we don't need to go down this rabbit hole here, <laughs> but if I would have made a hole-in-one on five at Fossil Trace, would you have called it fake? No. Because no. Exactly. Yep. But I knock in a 105-yard shot on a par-3 course, and you're like, oh, fuck that. That doesn't count. Wrong. Wrong. But anywho, getting back to the story, I hit this wedge, and I'm like, that's dog shit. Like, it felt horrible. And Eric literally, it like, apex, he's, he's like, that's going in. And you know, that doesn't happen very often. Like, you're you're out yeah. of your gourd. And I say pin- that to people all the time, caddying. Oh, it's in. <laughs> like It's like 80 feet away. It's like, yeah. I can't see. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Like, oh, sorry, I got you, you excited. <laughs> you don't know what's around that hill. Go in. It's going to go in. They're like, oh, go, 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 sorry, go. Sorry, I forgot you're 80 and half blind, and my apologies. You know, they get all excited. It's like, yeah. Well, so that pin was, like, front middle, and I landed it, like, a little short left of it, and it just, like, one hopped and, and or, like, one hopped and then hopped in. Yeah. And it felt like shit, and I made a hole in one, like, and whatever. It's maybe not real, but I felt like it was horrible yep. so it just kind of one of those disappointing things almost yeah, yeah exactly where you're like i wanted to feel really yeah. good when it happens yeah you want it to be pure the whole way like yeah, yeah. my hole in one of spring valley i peered four iron like it felt like it never left it and it went in yeah. so i felt like i deserved it yeah my first my first hole in one was when i was 14 or 15 playing by myself oh didn't see it go in i mean cave the front of the hole does that count i always have this that counts See, I people mean, always go, well, you're playing by yourself. Doesn't count. No, I'm like, I know. I did. The, I'm I like, well, I mean, integrity, don't you? I, I mean, get that, yeah, but exactly. I'm like, you know, like, I, 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 would, I feel like it counts. I mean, luckily, I've had one since. So I have a legit oh, yeah. one to all the people that, you know, with witnesses. Right. Yeah. But I'm like, I mean, it went in the hole. Like, it was it was like a seven iron, six iron. I can't remember. That's like but people's like, nightmares. You know, yeah. Getting yeah. a hole yeah. in one by themselves. Well, I, yeah. did, I did that once. I was at Spring Valley, and I was just jumping around holes, playing random fucking golf. And I went up to the white tees on 17, which is like 150, 160 yards. And I hit it, and I was like, and you, it's like the grass was really high, so I couldn't te- yeah. necessarily tell. And I go up there, and it's in the hole. I'm like, I, I've just played like four random holes yeah like can, can i count? i'm like i'm not yeah. gonna ever tell anybody this is a hole in one yeah. like i just made it yeah from but i've made you know no nah, i'm not fucking sitting here saying i made 20 30 shots from 150 yeah. but i've made a few shots from you know 100 100 yeah. plus on a fairway and i was like i'm never gonna tell anyone this is a hole in one i'm not claiming this is a hole yeah. in one i still don't technically have a legit one me neither but like alone. it's like <laughs> fuck what like and we can that debate is that that could literally yeah, be an trying. hour and a half debate. So on that. I actually got to tell one quick story because it was some of the most wild shit I've ever heard. I was playing in the Rocky Mountain Open with this dude, who he showed up to the tee and it was like the pro am, and I'm like, is this dude the pro or the am? Like he was 52 years old. He was actually like he had status on the Champions Tour. I didn't even know. 
And oh, I was about to he joke, looked, is he waiting for his Champions Tour debut? <laughs> no, but I guess dead he ass. Had like, <laughs> he's, he was playing in Champions Tour events, but he was like 5'2", hit the ball at altitude about 260, 270. Oh, boy. And the first day he goes out in the Rocky Mountain Open, he shoots 63 at, uh, I forget where we were, it was either Chirot or whatever, but he was leading after the first round. And I played with him, and, and I watched him like, this is nothing impressive. He was just very, very good at what he did. But he was telling us a story after the first round. So he turned pro when he was 21. Um, he played like Arkansas Little Rock or some shit. He's from Texas. Um, and the dude looked like a leather bag. Like, I swear to God. Yeah. I'm like, bro, you've never worn sunscreen before. And it shows. <laughs> and uh, he goes, yeah, I, put, I turned pro when I was 21. And I didn't have a hole in one until I was 32. And then he goes, and then I made 12 in 10 months. He made 12 hole-in-ones oh in 10 months, and the last one he made, it was a mini-tour event, and the 18th hole was a par three, and he was down a stroke, and he walked it off. That's huh. sick. He made a one to win the event, that's and that epic. was like, that's, that's got to top like the craziest stories yeah. I've ever oh, heard yeah. in golf. Yep. And But it just goes to show you, I mean, this isn't really what we're talking about, but like, hole-in-ones are when, when it rains, it pours yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Like, that's he played... Full-time professionally for 11 years, never had one. And then he has a dozen yeah. within 10 months. Yeah. And I don't think he made that up. Like, I could see it happening. He's yeah. pretty good at what he did. But uh, All right, so something I got to ask you guys, because you both caddied. So you've caddied in Tennessee, yep. and you've caddied in Arizona. Yeah. What is the difference? Like, we've talked basically DNVR golf and what we do in this podcast, what we do for all our videos. We're trying to cultivate Colorado golf because it's legit. Like, you work at Castle Pines. You work at Colorado Golf Club these courses and we've talked about this on the podcast before they don't get a lot of love right yeah Colorado sure. Golf Club had a Solheim Cup and had the U.S. Senior Open they used to have the International over what do Castle they have Pines. in the mid-am out there they had the mid-am last year oh was it the mid-am last year but they year don't have like we don't have a stop like now we have TPC Colorado which gets a corn for a tour event yep. whatever we don't have the national recognition of other states right yep. yeah. but the golf here for the from April, May, when the courses get good, to October, still now, are is fucking phenomenal. Oh, that's good. Oh, and yeah. that's what we're trying to cultivate is like, all right, we don't get the national recognition. We don't get the tour events where they're showing the state of Colorado and the different yep. things. And California gets it all and fucking Florida and Texas and, you know, even like states like New York have yep. U.S. Opens, everything like that. But how different is it caddying here and caddying there? Like... So you guys, let's talk about more more about caddying here. So like, let's say you have a guy. You guys are both telling us stories down at the table where you have guys fly in from different states, yep. and they're playing normally at sea level, yep. and then they come here. Talk about the difference of caddying here versus caddying there, where you're like, all right, you probably hit an eight iron, 130, 140 at sea level. How do you guys translate that to the elevation? And, and into do the people altitude? like lean on you yeah. more? Yeah from out of state versus i mean at cast pines i mean i joke with people that like if a guy's never been to cast pines before on the first hole i go do you want sea level or do you want altitude numbers and they're like wait that's a thing <laughs> i'm like yeah i mean i'm like i joke that i give more sea level numbers than i do altitude yep. yeah so for anybody out there if you come to colorado little caddy trick switch your bushnell from yards meter or from yards to meters because yep. one yard or so the the Oh, I, the, I the like trick that. is the trick is ten percent. So like if I shoot one seventy, ten percent is seventeen, one fifty three, right? Yep. So I can do that all day in my head, but if I have four guys that are flying from Texas, they want sea level, switch it to meters, one yard to meters is nine point eight percent. So you're off by point zero two percent. So I mean we're talking 
a yard maybe you know a yard that and is 200 yards most shot, people are yeah. not that good right so it's like i just yep. shoot everything in meters i tell them okay you know play at 160 sea level and so yeah i mean most most of my round probably well maybe not most but i'd say half my rounds at cast pines or you're or doing you're, you're talking everything in, in sea yep. level yeah yep but that's also yeah. gonna jack you up too. <laughs> like you look um, at it and it says like MTR or whatever. Like I don't even know. It notice, just says an M instead of the Y. Yeah. On, okay. On most rangefinders. Y- yeah. yeah. You just gotta remember when you have Colorado people the next day. Yeah. Not to you gotta flip it, it back yeah, again. Exactly. You're like, oh, you've been short on everything. But exactly. yeah, I mean, it's a. It is. I think it's more tough. It's easy for me because I just tell them the numbers. Yeah. You know, it's very black and white. Yeah. But I think you know you get a guy from Texas and he's like, okay, it's one seventy. I hit my, you know, what do you want me to hit it? I'm like 150 back home. Like that's my eight iron. I'm like, okay, then hit your eight iron. Yeah. You know, and they they don't trust it because exactly. they're like it looks so yep. long. Yep. And it's also hard. I mean, if you get a tour player up here like Bryson, it'd probably be 15, 16 percent because he hits it a mile so higher. Yeah. And he compresses the shit out of it. Yeah. You get a guy that hits like you know dick high stingers all day. <laughs> I mean, it's five, five iron yards. Goes as yep. you know goes as high as you know most people's. You know, Putter. one iron. It's yeah. like okay, well, it you're not getting any altitude yep. on it. I've actually and you're not compressing it, so yeah. yep. it's 170 here, and you're gonna hit your 170 club back home. Yep. Yeah. Like, but doesn't it go farther here? I'm like, not for you. Yep. Like, unfortunately, not for you. I've yep. I've referenced yeah. that on the pod before, where altitude, like actual elevate or apex height, has to de- has to do with yep. how far you hit it mm-hmm. here for sure. versus sea level. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. if you hit it low, it's it's doesn't pretty, do, yeah, it exactly. It doesn't do anything. It yeah. goes the same distance anywhere, yep. or close. But up yeah. here, if you hit it super high, like I'm sure you guys, we've all been there. You get one, you hit it really high, and it just flies forever. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. you just, yeah. you, especially it, when it's hot out. It's yeah, like, it, okay. exactly. Yep. It's hot, and it just goes, and it just feels like it never lands, yep. and you yeah. fly by. 10, 15 yards, and you're like, yep. that can't. I, I'm not going to consistently hit that number, but it just occasionally jumps yeah. up yeah. on you. So, yeah, it's a. Uh, it's a weird, weird deal, but I never heard of the meters thing, so that's yeah. actually no, genius. That, yeah, that's that's a good caddy trick. And like Brendan yeah. was saying, I mean, the hardest thing is convincing those guys to like hit an eight iron from you know one eighty instead of one fifty because yeah. you know it's like all right, this is downhill. You're a little downwind, so we're you know we take ten yards off of it anyway, mm-hmm. and then we have to take another fifteen twenty off for you know altitude. And yeah. Like, well, I've never hit one that far. It's like, well, you've never played in Colorado. Yeah, like, right. Just hit it, and that's the most frustrating part as caddy when you like when people don't trust you. Oh, for it's sure. Like, you know, you tell them that you read a putt, and you're like, all right, this is gonna break a cup, so you're gonna play it a cup out right. Really, I thought this was gonna go left. Like, no, it's cup out. Are you sure? Like, no. I I've been out here, you know, 30 of the last 35 days. Yeah. I know what this putt is going to do. I had a guy recently. I love this line. He was a he's a guy that just trusted the shit out of me, you know, and then the one guy kind of kept doing that. He's like, oh, you know, I got I got this left edge. And I'm like, it's going left. <laughs> are, are you sure? And his buddy kept saying, he grew up here. You flew here. Yeah. He's, or like, he, yeah. grew, he grew here. You flew here. Yeah. He's like, listen, listen to Brendan. Yeah. I think he knows what he's talking about. I, like I was that. like, thank you. I'm I like, like never, that a lot. never heard that line before, but it makes sense. Cause it, like Mike said, it's like, like, I think I'm probably going to do 160 loops at Cast Pines this year. Yeah. And I've been there. This is my fourth year. I mean, I've seen that golf course a lot. Close to 700 times now. Yeah. yeah. And I've seen putts from everywhere. You, you I've know seen, what you're yeah. talking about. You know, and, and so you get a guy that's never played there before. He's trying to tell me it's a cup out left. Yeah. And I'm like, well, unless the grain changed overnight, like <laughs> this putt has always gone left. So yeah. you can hit it a cup out left, but like, You're you know, we're just not going to, you know. For sure. And so it, yeah, it is hard to. Yeah. And there's not really a way, like I think we've joked about this before, is like you always love when you, like if you have four guys and the first hole everybody one putts, like no matter where they're at, 
like it's great as a caddy. Because yep. then they're like, okay, this guy knows what you're talking about. Yep. But if they all have like inside 10 feet and they all miss it on one, they're like, okay, does this guy know what he's talking yep. about? Yeah. And then you're kind of the whole day you're kind of battling. Do we listen to this guy? Do we not listen to this guy? Yep. Whether they are good putters, bad putters, whatever. But it's, yeah, you kind of have to build the trust it's, early. Oh, for and, sure. And, yep. and that's not really up to you. It's kind of like, I can give you a good read and you still miss it. Yeah. But if yep. they start making them, if they start pouring putts in, Yep. And I always kind of joke with, with the group, you know, one guy like give me a hard time. And I'm like, yeah, well, you know, everybody else in the group is making. <laughs> yeah, putts. Like, exactly. You know, it's like maybe maybe it's you. Maybe, maybe yep. it's, you know. Yeah. Like, yep. Well, and it's kind of that way with playing, too. Like we all know how good of players we are or how, you know, we know how good we are. We know how good we're not. But you have like a bad first hole or second. And then the classic line. Oh, this is it. I'm not usually like this. Yeah. And you're like, yep. no, you're full of shit. Yep. But like I've. I'd be the first round I played at Desert mm-hmm. Forest, I made like eight on one, like fucking. That was eight. me when I when we played um, with No, I was playing. Uh, it was uh, we played the day before that. We were okay. playing with um, a Symmetra Tour girl, Sam Postilian. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and then another guy, I forget his name, but I made like an eight on one, and these guys are like, "Who is this?" Because I was a you know I was playing professionally, like, "What the fuck?" You know, what's he doing? <laughs> and then I birdie like three of the next four holes yeah and they're like oh okay you know like you yeah. kind of have to yeah. like work your way back yeah. but then if you start out and you make birdie you could shoot 85 and they're probably like oh he's yeah. you know i know he's got it in him yeah <laughs> so yeah. it's kind of working your way back from the front or either way but yeah that's a, a cruel cruel game it, it really is and especially i mean caddying because yeah your paycheck depends on somebody yeah playing decent or or playing like shit so yeah. it's uh well, and one of the other differences outside of altitude is is the different grass that you play on. For and sure. So, I mean, out here, we don't really have a ton of grain. Like, there there are some putts where you're going to have a little bit of grain that influences. But, Nothing. you know, caddying out at the honors, we're on champion Bermuda. And grain affects those putts so much. Like, you'll see one that's like, all right, that thing's got to snap like six inches and it moves like a ball. Yeah. But it's because the grain's holding that thing up. Yeah. And I never really had played on stuff like that. So when I had to go out and learn kind of the, the Bermuda and the grain and all that stuff, I mean, it it's a trip. Dude, yeah. It, I'll never forget that. So I played in the so I went to UCCS and played in the PGM program yeah. and I made the Jones Cup, which is like top four kids from each program in a semester go play in Florida yep. at PGA National. And I go out there and first of all, the altitude fucked me up because oh, sure. I'm like, OK, back home, eight iron stock, 170 to 175. Yep. And out there, I'm hitting it 150 yeah. to 155. And I have to, like, pull Aiden out of the bag from 152 and swing full yep. and trust that it's going to go that distance. Yep. But then I'm looking at a green, and it was a practice round. I'm walking up to it, and I'll never forget this. It's it's a, a green with, like, a pretty severe tear towards the back. But the whole green towards me is dark. Yep. And I'm looking at it, and I'm like, okay, this is dark. But there's a severe slope where the pin is and where my ball is. I'm only like 10, 12 yep. feet sloping towards me. And it's shiny. Yeah, but yep. it's shiny. And I'm like, okay, that's straight uphill. Yep. And I hit the putt like 10 feet past the yep. hole. And I'm like, why? That's straight uphill. There's a fucking yep. hill right there. <laughs> and then we're like, I'm playing with a kid from fucking, uh, oh, God, what's that fucking? Coastal Carolina. Yep. He's like, dude, don't, didn't you see the fucking shiny ass grain? I'm like, <laughs> What are you talking what you, about? What I'm is like, that? Yeah. I'm like, it's uphill. Like, yeah. I see yeah. uphill. Yeah. I didn't see the grain. Yep. I hit it putt like it was fucking uphill like it's supposed to be. Yep. And then I had a downhill putt that was slower than fuck because yep. it's dark yep. looking at it. And so 
it's crazy the difference. And you really can't feel it unless you like run your fingers. Yeah, along. no. And once you touch it, you're like. And once once you learn to read grain, like when I was out at the honors, I I learned like all right, I know you could just look at it and know that that's down grain. That's yeah, gonna be yeah. That's gonna be Fly. lightning. Like, yeah. and you know it's like okay, this is downhill, but it's into the grain, so it's not gonna be as fast. And trying to talk people into that too, when they don't quite understand grain that's enough that's just a whole nother ball game that you got to try and explain for, oh for sure dude i cannot imagine being a caddy at the broadmoor like oh my i'm gosh. sure those greens are a joke yeah. they well even cast pines I mean i i use the terms like valley or green i mean yeah we don't have grain it's been we don't have a valley you know i mean yeah but like cast pines I mean you're i mean you're, you're at 60 a, 800 feet yep. of the first tee and then everything down to five is kind of going down yeah so it'll be like an uphill putt, but you're going like down. Back I call down. it down mountain. Yep. Yeah. So like, so this is really slow, right? I'm like, well, I mean, it's it's uphill, but you're down mountain, and it's hard to like describe. It's like it's well, almost it's, an optical yeah, illusion. Yeah, no, it, everything's an optical yeah. illusion out there. Yeah. So you're like, well, it is uphill, but it's not as uphill as you think. But yep. if you tell people it's <laughs> level putt, they leave it eight feet short. Yep. If you tell them it's like a lot of people like percentages. I kind of I don't really like it, but like, what does this play? And I'm like, one ten up. Yeah. Like, percentages and are, like, percentages are so hard. Yeah, I mean it's so, so hard. hard. It's like it's all relative to what I think. Yeah. Like, what's yeah. your one ten versus it, my one ten? Exactly. But uh, I mean, yeah, it's hard out. And even the breaks out there, it's not the grain. Yep. It's that the low area, and you can really do this in any golf course. Yeah. But Cast Pines just more because it's on a mountain. Yeah. On a mountain yep. versus you know Cherry Hills is flat. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's like people like people can be, be convinced that a putt goes left, and I'm like, I mean, I could see how you see that, but I'm just telling you because I've been here for four years that <laughs> it does not go left. And they're looking at it, they're like, "There's no way this putt goes right." I'm like, "I know the first time I read this putt as a caddy, I fucked it up. <laughs> That's why I remember it. Yeah, it definitely goes right." And then they hit it, and they're like, oh, "Fuck, I should have listened to you." Yeah, like it did go right. I'm like, I, "Yeah, I don't know." Oh, what to do. but it, but I understand from their view. When you're looking at it, it looks like it's this. Yeah. And I'm telling you that it's a cup out left. Yep. Yeah. Like, what are you? There's no grain. What are you talking yep. about? But it's like I I don't know what else to explain it other than we're on the side of a mountain and everything. Exactly. An optical illusion. Well, and, like you know. guys have played Eisenhower Blue, haven't you? Yeah. Oh yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah. both Eisenhower courses, but the the greens are the exact same yep. way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Where I was, I was coaching my high school kids, and I they told like it was just a kind of a fun invitational, so they let me read putts for them, and. They did not hit a single putt the way I told them to hit it because they couldn't believe it. Yeah, I'm like, bro, you just hit it. Just yeah. listen yep. to me. I know what I'm talking yeah. about. Yep. And they just could not wrap their head around it. Nope. So I can imagine that's that's a huge challenge for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, and that's I mean, and it after a while it kind of wears on you because you're like, why doesn't this guy just listen to me? Like, yeah, you're paying me. You're saying to tell the same you yeah. over and over yeah. again. And you're like, trust me, I've seen this. And then when you get the guys, but it's fun when you get the guys that just listen to you. Yep. Don't ask questions. Yep. And they're like, holy shit, that was a great, like, I'm so glad you're here. I would have played that a foot outright, yep. and I just made it. And I'm like, I mean, that's what I'm here for. Yep. Like, yeah, know, it makes you just feel like good if, about if your I job. Go to, if I go to play another golf course I've never seen before and I hire a caddy, like, that's what I want. You I want I want him to tell me what I don't know, what I can't see with my own eyes, yep. you know, and that's what. It's not so much that we're good at reading greens; it's as much we as we know. see it we all know. the time. Yeah. And so that's yeah. it's well, just that, you know, that's what's that's fun about us playing Spring Valley is like you know, you, yeah, like we've played out there since we were twelve, so yeah. we know every break, every you know, like we still Spring Valley really our only guard against guys because I guarantee not guarantee I can't say this, but like tour guys, right? They'd come out or not tour guys, but even mid level tour guys, yeah. they'd come out to Spring Valley, they'd have flip wedges into every green for sure. 
and it's not that hard to have that. Even yeah. from the tips, even playing as back as far as you could possibly play it. Plays like 72. Yeah. But at altitude, but, that's basically 66. Yeah. yeah. But, ba- like, you're not making every six-footer you have. Even if you're one of the best putters <laughs> in the world. You're yeah. not making the six-footers because... It doesn't look what it does, and there and, are some and weird so we, putts yeah, out there. Yeah, and we They're tell very, people very we're weird. like it's the first green is a great example. If the pin's back middle, and somebody's on the front of the green, it's and they look at it, huge they right. look at it, and they're like, "All right, dude, you know this is pretty straight. Maybe I got it. I got it like a cup outside left." Nope, four like, feet. And we literally <laughs> look at him and we're out. like, "Dude, I guarantee you, you play this four feet outside yep. left, and you're still probably missing it right if you don't yep. have the pace on it." Yep. And they're like, "What are you talking about?" And then they hit it. And they have a six footer from like, the right. Whoa, no yeah, way! Exactly, yeah. dude. I literally just told yeah, you. Yeah, and that's yeah. our only guard against. We were us talking being about that destroyed. the other day. I was like, I could make an ass load caddying out here. Like, yep. Be- well, you know what I'm saying. I'm yeah. like, I'm the only one that knows how to read these greens. Yeah, yeah. when people would ask and us, like, they come out and they're first time, you know, public golfer. They're like, do you have any tips for us? I'm like, if you have a six to eight footer that looks like it's straight. It's I not. guarantee you it's not. Yeah. I'm like, it's bra- There's it's not a straight it, The only way there. it's straight is it's going to break left and then break right. It, exactly. Gonna, I'm like, aim at the hole. Yeah. It's going to move three, four inches left and then yeah. back to the right. Yep. And that, like Spencer said, that's kind of our, our guard against the golf course because the course record is only 65. Really? So, which is yeah, it's relatively crazy. surprising. Yeah, it's relatively high or, well, yeah, high considering how easy of a golf course sure. it is to hit it around. But we had... Uh, Brad Bessler out the other day. Uh, no, or oh, yeah, I was yeah, I was Bessler, and we, I played a money game against him out there a couple years back, and the week prior he shot fifty eight at Springs Ranch. Oh. He shot fourteen under at Springs Ranch, Jesus. and then he comes out and shoots like seventy three, seventy four at Spring Valley. And I mean, it, it's possible for a good player because there's native, you know, yeah. there's places you can't hit it for sure. But he and he's not really a good putter to begin with, but he uh, he just struggled like. I was like 18, and I beat. There was Dustin Mills, Brad Bessler, and then one of our other pros. And those two guys are they had status at some point on some tour, which means I don't know what that means to anybody, but that means <laughs> a means fair amount good. to like yeah. us, you know. Yeah. Like they yeah. were, play. yeah, they were on the, either the challenge tour or whatever. Yeah. And I beat them all when I was like 18, but it was because I knew the greens. Yeah. Like yeah. I ended up shooting maybe one or two under or whatever, and I beat all of them and i was like holy shit this is wild yeah that's the most important part i mean you can hit the ball wherever you want but on the greens like there's so many especially out at cgc like you guys know you can four putt out there i had a i had a group today i had four different people like d green putts one of them putt into the water (laughs) like i mean right there right there if you listen to me like if i tell you where to putt the ball you don't putt it in the water but when you don't 11 it was 16. Okay. Oh, yeah, pin, 16. Pin was, pin was back. He was on the very front. That's doable. And we were going up on the top tier, and he kept it too low and hit it way too hard. And right when he hit, I said, nope, that's gone. He's like, what do you she mean gone. it's gone? She gone. I was like, no. I was, he's, like, <laughs> he's like, is it going to be long, like, like gone, like, long? I was like, no, it's in the water. Like, we're having this conversation <laughs> while the ball is moving because it takes so long for it to get there. I suggest you take an unplayable. Yeah, and it keeps going. I was like, do you want me to stop it? He's like, it's going to stop us. No, You just no, like walk not. over to like, you're like, this is going to be your closest drop area. Yeah, I was like, and he's like, he's like, well, where'd it go? I was like, it's in the water. Like, I, I told you it was going to go in the water. There's no way that that's in the water. I was like, watch, I'll pull it out of the water right now. Yeah, and yeah I'll fucking get my fishing net yeah, and just hold like, it Yeah, I was like, it's right there. here. Like, come get it. Well, you were saying, 
he played a, a PGA um, Colorado, or Colorado PGA event out there, and it was like Remy Post and uh, what's the CU assistant coach's oh, Pat name? Pat Grady. Pat, Pat Grady. Pat Grady yeah, yeah. and Love Remy Pat Post. Grady. And, and yeah, fucking good, Remy Post. Dude, well, he hits a good hell of yeah, player. Pat Grady, I'll never forget, We pl- I played a Colorado qualifier, a Colorado Open qualifier with him at uh, – fucking legacy, legacy ridge yeah that place and is dude and he like i hit it <laughs> I i'm not like i'm place. not gonna lie i hit it everybody as good at pat as pat that day and i looked at the scorecard i wouldn't go that done. far i well, think i caddied for you okay fuck <laughs> it's it close i i think you shot tee, like 80 off the tee, yeah I, I shot it wasn't seven, close i shot 78 so fuck you <laughs> I, he shot like 68 yeah but he shot 64 Oh or sixty four, yeah, but every fucking and I and this and he's is, like this Pat's is the like thing all I, annoyed the yeah. entire time. He's like fiddling with shit. I'm like, dude, you're like seven. Yeah, this is the thing I remember the most though, and we kind of talked about it down at the table earlier. Every chip he hit was two six yeah. inches. Yeah. Every every yeah. he missed like he four missed, greens. He missed four greens, five four or five greens max, and every Stress, everyone was a par. It was yeah, not even a thought. Three pars he was time. one one hand in it in the yeah. hole, and I was like. Dude, if I miss the green, I'm like struggling to make yeah. par. I'm like, all right, I got a six, eight footer that I got. You got five up. on your mind. Yeah, and that's yeah. what that's what all those guys are so good at is they, like, if you're a really, really good golfer, you're getting up and down ninety percent of the time. Yeah, and it's a stress free up and down. Right, like, they, get up, yeah. they get up and down from like Narnia, and it's like <laughs> they make it look so easy. Yeah, and you're like, what? You hit like you have to go under this branch, up over this other thing. You have a four foot window to land it in, and they do all that, and then it's like. The closest you're going to get is five feet, and they're money from five feet. So I don't like, know what it is. Like, bunker, I feel like being a good bunker player for most people is, I mean, most people just getting it out. deathly afraid of bunkers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's me as of late. I used to be a really good bunker player. Now I'm like, <laughs> I like, you know, you, clinch you, up a little yeah. bit in the bottom. Like, <laughs> Please just get, get out. Yeah. But like, when I was younger, like, I love bunkers. It's like, you yeah. throw a lot of spin on it, whatever. Yeah. But every time I carry for, like, a tour player whisper rock, like, I've had a couple tour players at Cast Pines, like, just always, I'm always in awe at their bunker play. So good. Like, it's just like it's inside of five feet every time. Like most time, yeah. it's inside of like I had Stacy Lewis at Cast Pines. Oh, and those those uh, chi- like, oh my god, like I'm, like the dirtiest w- bunker play I've ever seen in my life. Women's short games, uh, so LPGA Tour good. girls yeah. that play I mean, out there. She can't hit it out of her shadow. Yeah. I mean, like literally. I mean, she, what was she hitting it at altitude? Uh, like maybe two twenty in the air with driver. Oh my I mean, like, goodness! Literally, I mean, she's short. I mean, she's. But she had like three flags in the middle of the fairway, like <laughs> literally, like I, remember, I would tell her where to hit. She like where I'm like five feet right of the pin, like six iron, just fu- like on a rope. And I'm like, okay, this is why you've won majors. This is yep. why you're w- number one in the world at one point. I remember and, her uh, tearing down flags when I was watching her on TV with oh. like hybrids. Yeah, she was, was like hitting it, r- yeah. like carrying it on the number right at the flag yeah. with a hybrid. Like, like it sounds silly, but like she played with her husband, who's the women's golf coach at uh, Houston, I believe. Um, Good player in his own right, but he's like a two, you know, <laughs> and she's Stacy Lewis. And they're playing like this match, and they're playing from like the ones at Cast Pines, which are like 7,300 yards. I'm like, no prayer this chick can like, I mean, yeah, great player, but like, you know, that's a you're long yardage yeah. is I mean, she's, a, a she had three wood into two par fours. Oh, and she's hitting, you know, hybrid on a couple par threes. Yeah. And she shot 70. I mean, every bunker, I think her worst bunker shot. Was like eight inches, <laughs> and it's some of them were like hard ass bunker shots. And I mean, every single one was just like thump high softy. Like, and I was yeah. like, uh, "Can you teach me how to do that?" Yeah, you and it like looks so effortless. Mm-hmm. And that's what I don't know. I what remember actually watching her out of bunkers and like, "Holy cow!" Like, 
she never misses. Yep. Oh, it was but unbelievable. Yeah, it's it's uh and she's like I really love your like most people complain that our bunkers are a little firm, like they don't have sand. Like every bunker shot she did, she'd be like, "Man, I really like your bunkers. They're just perfect." I'm like, "Well, yeah, <laughs> if you I mean, hit them like that, you almost yeah. hole every single one of them." So Dude, I, I hate why firm like bunkers. Them. Honestly, I'm yeah. I like taking a shitload of sand. I like digging in. Yeah. But you know, it you can tell a really good bunker player if they're playing in a firm bunker because you, oh, yeah. you yeah. don't necessarily pick it, but you don't hit two inches behind yep. it either. It's almost yeah. like a you probably catch it about a half inch yep. or an inch behind it, and it just comes out with so much just, action zzz, on it. Yeah. Yep. I Two played with. Uh, I don't know if I ever told you this story, but I uh, <laughs> down in Scottsdale. A couple. This is like probably one or two years into caddying. I'm down in Scottsdale. I'm like still playing a decent amount of, at the time, and I'm like, I'll go sign up for like the U.S. Open local. So it's like a DC ranch, which is like dude, and U.S. Open yeah. local down in Scottsdale is a bloodbath. Yeah. Oh I mean, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. like it's yeah. so you're in the 70s, and you're like you know tied for 40th. You know, it's like <laughs> oh, I shot two under. You know, so I so I go out. I get my pairings, and it's like. Don't I, I mean I'm not from Arizona, so I don't expect to recognize anybody's name. There's a couple like couple older guys, like champs guys, you know, and whatever. And so I show up to the range and I'm hitting some balls. Got this other caddy caddying for me. I've been playing pretty good and played a practice round, so I'm like, all right, I'm feeling pretty good. And I go to the tee, and this guy's got a Whisperock, like one of those leather Sun Mountain fancy bags, you know, got a Whisperock bag tag, and I'm like. My initial thought is like, who the fuck is this old guy? Like, who's this rich old guy <laughs> yeah. who's trying to play the U.S. Open local? I'm like, what a joke. His name is Ken Tanagawa, who is now a Champions Tour winner. Yep. And it's probably made like. I was gonna say that name kind of rings a bell. So my buddy who lives with me down there is a also caddy Whisperock. I come home that night and I'm like, do you know who Ken Tanagawa is? I go, oh yeah, we call him the Asian assassin. Like, <laughs> you know, he's like really really good. They, he's actually considered a sandbagger at Whisperock. He's a plus two. People call him a sandbagger, and I'm like, well, yeah, I fucking see why. Like, so he shoots 64, par 70, Jeez. shoots 64. I shoot 68, you know, clips me by four. I feel like I play good. <laughs> and, like, doesn't hit one green in the first four holes. And he's just kind of slapping around, and I have no clue at this point who he is. So we started talking. Like, played at UCLA. But he, like, first hole is, like, 40 yards out in a fairway bunker. It's, it's like, a foot. Jeez. Up and down, four. And if, for people who don't know, that's, like, one of the, the toughest shots in oh. golf. I'm like, I'm like, I would have made six, like, e you know, easily. <laughs> Bladed over the, the green, second hole, and he's got like, second hole, he doesn't have, like, it's kind of a slaps it out there. You can tell he's, like, you know, pissed. He's not hitting it good. It's kind of a poor iron shot. He's, like, just getting really upset. And I'm like, that must be a better player than, you know, because he's <laughs> getting really upset. It's another bunker, and it's, like, not a terribly hard bunker shot. Like, almost holds it. I'm like, okay, this guy's bunker game's pretty good. Par three, number three, or I think it was number three, whatever he, uh, like got another like thirty yard bunker shot. Can't can only see like the tip of the flag. And I'm like standing up there, just high softy out of there. You're like no way. Like doesn't really have a lot of spin, but he kind of like chunks and runs it like three feet. Okay, what's like what am I missing? <laughs> and I mean I've never seen a bunker player better in my life. Like I mean you could put him in any bunker, and it's yeah. like guaranteed he's gonna get it up and down. And I start talking about oh, you know my you know we have successful family business you know i'm trying to turn pro in a couple of years going to champions tour and i'm like shoot 64 i miss in the playoff for the first alternate and then fast forward two years he goes and wins q school i think or gets yeah. second playing with hallberg's dad actually okay he's playing with gary in one of the couple of rounds and now he's had like i think he's won once or twice in the champions tour but i walk up to the tee thinking i'm you know mr young hotshot and <laughs> yeah who's this who's this rich guy this you know, old from wiley Rock, you know, and yeah he just drops a 64 on me and <laughs> 
Sometimes it's the least suspected guys. I mean, his guys. short game, it was like you were talking about, his short game, I mean, he could hit it anywhere. He yeah. Up, he at, up and down. Up and, up and down out of a trash can. It was like, yeah. what are we, like, you know. <laughs> yeah, we're playing we a different about? game. Yeah. 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 I'm like, I'm stoked about shooting 68. And this guy just walking the park 64, you know. Oh, for sure. Like, yep. okay. Um, so real quick, uh, Brendan, you posted it the other day on Instagram, but Martin Laird, who went to CSU, we were, we yeah. tweeted about it on our DNVR golf account, but he just won the Shriners this last weekend out in Vegas. And then you posted a video or I'm sorry, a picture playing with him less than, or about a month or two ago yeah, yeah. out at Castle Pines. Yeah. So tell us a little bit what his game is like, what he's like, because he was an unlikely um, so quick backstory on uh, Martin Laird. He's from Scotland and he committed to CSU with he never saw the campus. Correct. He had never played over here. And he's like, yeah, I'll come play at CSU. And now he's a how many times he went on tour? Three, four. Fourth one, I believe. Three, yes. Yeah. I mean, right. and some people consider that a mid-level tour player, but. In, in I'll take. I'll, I'll trade oh, lives. <laughs> but that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like some, take his he's not a household. He's not a household name. Let's put it that way. Yeah. But he is a uh, very, very good golfer. Obviously, if you're winning on tour, you're top zero zero zero. Throw a bunch more on there. Point one percent in the world. So give us an idea of his game. What kind of guy he is. And uh, you're the kind of vibe you got from him, basically. Yeah, so it was my first time. Uh, he actually he just moved here. He's I think he's a member at Cherry Hills, building a house. You know, he's got a young family. His wife's from here, so wanted to be closer to her parents, you know. And met her up at CSU. I'm, yeah, and obviously met, went to yeah. uh, went to CSU, so he, you know, he knows Colorado. Uh, but he was a member at Estancia, which is where I used to caddy in Scottsdale. And that's how we actually played golf was through a mutual friend. Um, a couple of my buddies were in town, and we had eight guys, and – Playing at Cast Pines, so he was in our group because one of my buddies that played with me in college, and then one of his buddies. So all the old guys were like, "We'll play in, we'll play in the second group. You guys can play with Martin. It'll be fun. You guys can play the tips, you know, yada yada yada." So that was my first time ever meeting him, even though he was a member of Estancia when I was caddying there, but I didn't see him a whole lot. And yeah, so yeah, I, I didn't know what to expect. I knew obviously he was a good player, or whatever, but he was on medical, and I think. I think he was playing his first event back on the Corn Ferry like two weeks after we played. Okay. From his medical. But, you know, obviously we're out there playing, said he has no pain, you know, feeling good, whatever. And we're playing, you know, the international tees of Cast Pines, which are, I think, what's right around 69 or 7,900 now. I mean, it's a long golf course. Yeah. Even at Deep. altitude, it's, it's a challenge, a championship golf course, you know. And number one, he just kind of steps up there and he's like, so you guys want to play a little game? And I don't even remember what we were playing. And we're all like, yeah, sure. Like, you want to do like nine point? Because I think one of our buddies was kind of newer to golf, and three of my buddy and I were like, we're like scratch, you know, plus two. Like, yeah, we'll we'll play Martin Lair for some money, you know. We're like, we'll play <laughs> yeah. nine point. I mean, it's just worth got, the story. Just got yeah. at, least, I mean, at the very just, least, you know, just fleeced us. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, he rips one down. It's his like high cut down number one. I'm like, okay, that's how it's gonna be, you know. And I think he I think he missed like a short putt on one for birdie. I'm like, okay, maybe maybe that's his kryptonite is the putter, which I think it is his weakness overall. Is this yeah, game. I mean, but if I mean, you can pick one out. It goes around, I think he had like two bogeys and shot 65 from all the way back, which casual. I, that's good. I When I play well out there, do not see that's 65. Good. Like, that's yeah. just not, you know, yeah. not in my uh, repertoire. It's a hard golf course. <laughs> like, you know, go play Green Valley Ranch or something, I'll shoot 65 maybe, but yeah. not cast fines. For sure. But yeah, I mean, it just hits a, he's like we were talking about, it's just, it's boring. Like, yep. 
like same thing i'm like what did he shoot and i'm keeping up the scores and i'm like oh he shot 32 on the front and <laughs> done i'm like oh he shot 65 like didn't seem ever any bad shots but it also it was just so it's just under the it's radar. like copy paste exactly. it's like yeah. copy paste yeah. high cut <laughs> copy paste high you know iron to five feet it's like people would pay okay. good money but he's for a, that kind of golf he's game. kind of a i'd say he's kind of a introvert a little bit like he's a he's a really nice guy but it definitely took a couple holes to kind of get him to open up a little bit and uh talk but he's super super down-to-earth guy and obviously very talented i mean very good ball striker just hits the yeah it's his little padded high cut but it was funny he was telling me when he came over here i'm like man i grew up hitting like a you know high draw and i wish i could because i'm small so yeah you know, i need yeah. to do to hit same boat yep and he's like six foot three six foot you know towers over me so i'm like yeah i wish i could hit that high cut and he goes oh you should have seen me when i came to college I'm like what do you mean he goes well i came from scotland and i couldn't hit it over you know chest high because yeah. that's how you play lynx golf and he's like i got to america and realized very quickly that everything is played in the air in America. So he's totally like, I basically had to game. like revamp my whole game. So like, oh yeah, I wish I could say that I revamped my game freshman year and <laughs> won four <laughs> it, times on tour. Yeah. But you know, yeah. But no I was joke. a super super nice guy, and I was really happy to see him win because I had a feeling like I, w- I, w- I w- don't want to say I had a feeling he would win, but I'm like, okay, this guy hasn't played very much competitive golf. Comes out to Cast Pines, and it was like just the easiest. I mean, not that any tour player couldn't go shoot 65 at Cast Pines. But yeah. Very impressed. I mean, like. Ball striking was there. It wasn't like he was. Every, you know, I mean, wasn't he like he was like. It wasn't like he was grinding to shoot sixty five. Like it looked, it could have been sixty one, sixty two. Had he, you know, made a few. made a couple more putts or whatever. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but I'm like, yeah. I mean, if he keeps playing like this, you know, got a couple events coming up. It could be. And then I looked on like Saturday, or after Friday, and I saw that he was like, I think he was leading or close to lead. And I texted the guy who was our mutual friend, and I'm like, it's like Martin's doing really well. I was like, yeah, I saw that. I'm really, really happy to, you know. Doing well, and then I was getting a couple beers with some guys on Sunday, and we were watching the playoff. Oh, that's my awesome. buddy, who's the head pro at the Ridge, knows his caddy really well, or the guy that was caddying for him that week. I think is Ryan Hogue or Ryan Hoagie, whatever, Arizona guy. So they're buddies, and he caddies for him every once in a while. And he's like, "Oh, this will be huge for you know, huge for Hogue if like hundred forty thousand dollar paycheck for yeah, the week." Yeah, yeah. And uh, so he was like, "I was rooting for Martin because I played him a couple months ago." And then my buddy at the bar is like rooting for his caddy because he's like. Good, fun, good friends with his caddy, so it was it was fun to watch that and that see yeah. Him win. But yeah, he's a just a super down to earth guy, and that's you know, got a family and everything. Lives in Colorado now, so yeah, that's super cool. And yeah, to uh, win a tour event from Colorado or live anybody who lives in Colorado, whatever. I mean, it's a big deal. Oh, yeah. It's not a huge, huge golf state. It's not Florida, Texas, yeah. whatever. No. Um. So I actually have one more question. Uh, give us just your craziest story craziest thing you've seen as a caddy because this is kind of you know this is yeah. the fun part of like what you've dealt with so you you can leave names out or whatever but yeah we should probably leave names out but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> i'll go i'll go first i got two so um we had so out at, out at the honors we had a hitting bay at the back of the driving range and uh we had guest houses and people would come stay in the guest houses and um you know, you'd have a six-seater golf cart, and you'd you know drive down there, have dinner, have drinks, and just hit on the track man. And you know, late into the night, had a fireplace in there, so if it was cold, you, you know, yeah, you'd stay warm and just have a good time. TVs in there, so you'd watch college football, you'd watch you know whatever. Living the dream. So yeah. sign me up. So uh, <laughs> one of the members, he had you know five five buddies, or I think there was actually seven of them. I think they had two groups, and so they were staying at you know one of the cottages and. And, uh, so 
the honors is kind of hidden out where it is. Like it's just a small gate. I drove by it. I, I can't tell you how many times and I didn't even know it was where it was. Um, so right on that main road, there's a whole bunch of fast food joints. <laughs> so, uh, this member, they, you know, had some drinks. They're having a good time. And at one, one o'clock in the morning, you know, what's your go-to drunk Taco Bell. So we wanted to go get some beefy five layer burritos. I, yeah. Or, I need that crunch wrap. Supreme yeah. He, in my the, life. he needed the crunch wrap. So, <laughs> so we took the six seater golf cart off property, drove it through the trees because he couldn't oh get through the God. gate, through the trees, took it on the main road, <laughs> took it through the drive through at Taco Bell. Well, the, t- <laughs> the talk, the people at Taco Bell, at the drive through called 911 because oh my you know, they know this dude's hammered. What a bunch of lanes. And, uh, he gets pulled over. Uh, gets, a d- gets a yeah. DUI and uh, um, DUI in a golf cart. Yep. So so at that, that is a thing, folks. At, at that point <laughs> on, up. they uh, um, he he was suspended six months from the golf course, and uh, they were not allowed to have golf carts out after dark anymore. And all the members were so pissed off. But one person's got to come in, come in the everyone. next day, and, and and that's the story we hear is is this member decided to go get Taco Bell drunk at one a.m. Um, so that's when I don't f- see a problem with that. No, I mean, you. you know, he's just being safe. He didn't get they should car. have a valet to the top. Exactly. Yeah. Honestly, but but like, here's the yeah, like, I mean, he could have called anybody and there's people there that would have gotten it. For oh, him. for so, sure. I mean, for sure. you know, you, you gotta be a little that, smarter that. than that. But, uh, one of my <laughs> other Melvin th- Gordon. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Speeding down spear. Yeah, after what, a few doing 70 on line. spear. What an idiot. <laughs> and then, uh, one of my other favorites was this one. Actually, I was caddying with a guy. And like, like Brendan and I have talked about, you know, you have, you have some of those guys that you caddy for that just question every single thing you do. You know, you give them a read and no, I don't, I don't know. And so this guy was just not feeling it. He was, he was sick of this guy after the third hole and he was just kind of riding him and, um, questioned every single thing he did and he'd miss a putt and blame it on him. So, so he was pissed off. So out at the honors, we do a lot of double bagging. So, um, you know, you, you take off early when you know your group finishes or just to get down in the fairway to watch the balls come in and someone else you know the other caddy stays back and you know shows them where to hit it or you know just walks down slowly so um he he was he was pissed off at this guy so he took his putter and took the grip and there was a strip of poison ivy and just rubbed it all (laughs) all in the poison ivy (laughs) because he was just fed up with this dude (laughs) So grip gets poison ivy all over it. And the next morning, so we had the same group the next day. Next morning, the guy comes in and he's got a poison ivy all over his face, all over his hands, can't play. <laughs> and he's like, I don't know what happened. I guess I got into some poison ivy yesterday. And the caddy just looks at me and winks. And he goes, that's how you get rid of an asshole. <laughs> so, oh, my God. So, that is legendary. So that. that that's that's playing chess, honestly. Like it, I wouldn't think to do that. That's why you're nice to your cat. It was folks. Yeah. absolutely genius. I mean, some people make bad reads on like the second or third hole because they don't want to make reads anymore, and people just stop asking you. But if you're mean, you'll, you there's a good chance you're gonna get poison ivy. That's like the equivalent <laughs> to getting your drink spit in. Yo, or something. yeah, even I, worse. I, yeah, mean, that, I mean, that's like that's he, so another he couldn't level. play the next day. He was out oh out my out in Tennessee playing this course and. <laughs> He couldn't play because his hands were so this swollen. Isn't as, uh, this isn't as torturous of a story, but it like <laughs> similar to it, it. I'll leave out the golf course and the caddy's name, but uh, <laughs> caddy that I've worked with, uh, older guy, and you know just doesn't take anybody's shit, right? He's yeah, like, he's been doing it long enough. It's like you want to be an asshole, like I'm over it. <laughs> and uh, 
So this guy, I guess, was just being a royal, royal douche, you know, the first like eight holes, and this guy has just had enough of it, right? So he's in the fairway. This guy's a little older, so I guess he just got pretty ballsy, and so he'd he'd kick his ball in. He kicked <laughs> this guy's this ball story. into a divot, <laughs> eight holes in a row. <laughs> So after after the after like the third oh my hole, god that is torturous like, and this guy this guy like is kind of known and you know like ball pug he's like oh my fucking god you can't believe that pugs every time in these bunkers <laughs> you know the fairways are too something he's just like a he's just a chronic bitcher right and so you know by the third one he's like you've got it. what are the odds three three in a row you know and he gets it up to eight in a row and like the caddy is just trying so hard not to like oh my god. try not to dial and like the guy just has no clue like he's like i'm i legitimately have the worst luck in the world i'm in eight divots <laughs> in a row and the guy's like you want to be a douchebag to me then i'll fucking be a douchebag to you like oh you know, respect dude. here you go i, I just oh like god. every time he tells the story i just die laughing because like it's a guy that's not very liked by any caddy, so it's like that's it couldn't so happen fun. to a nicer person. Yeah, know, type oh, of thing, oh for sure. Funny. I'm like, man, you got some balls. Like, if he sees you doing that, like, it's not. Uh, and at that point, but. they don't care if they're making money. You're like, I'm probably doing this for yeah, free. Yeah, like, yeah exactly. You know, this loop's like, gonna suck. Exactly. I'm yeah. in for it. Yeah, yeah. I get it. Yeah, yeah, it was. I mean, you that, gotta do it sometimes. That, that <laughs> that's is, that's awesome. That is rough, that's but that is so awesome. good. All right, before we wrap this up, we got to go our weekly segment of that don't be that golfer. And so we got, we probably have a million. You guys got to just <laughs> narrow it down to a good one. But our don't be that golfer segment every week is basically us from either, either a golf professional standpoint or a player standpoint or now a caddy standpoint of something that people do when they're out on the golf course that you just can't fucking stand. So let's hear, let's hear both of you guys don't be that golfer. <laughs> It's you got to pick one. I know, I know, <laughs> and it's tough because you know, there there's a one from just the caddy aspect of it, and from the caddy aspect of it, it's listen to your caddy because they know what they're talking about. If they tell you to hit a putt in this spot, hit it there. Like if they tell you to hit a club, hit it. So we were actually talking about this at the table. And there, I feel like there's a few bad caddies that ruin it. Yeah, for sure. They don't know what they're for talking sure. about. Yep. And, I mean, it's kind of a crapshoot as a player. Yep. Yeah. But 90% of the time, this caddy, well, what what do you guys think is a percentage? At least, like, wise of good to bad caddies. I mean, me Nine even, out of ten, even mediocre caddies are going to know the more, course better yeah, than sure. someone coming out there. So, I mean, 95% of the caddies, yep. if they tell you to hit it somewhere hit it somewhere close i mean that they've seen the course more than you have 100 percent. so so i guess that's mine for like golf club and country club golf yep. um muni and just kind of regular golf is probably probably on a different yeah different well, no, side it, of it but that's okay because that's i mean you deal with that so that's yeah. and, and it, we're trying to talk about like relevant things you and know? i guess that probably goes to coaches too like whether you're getting a swing coach or for you guys, you know, a high school coach or yeah. a, you know, college coach. I mean, freaking listen to your coach. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, there's a really have, good chance they know. More, and that's the problem. You get younger kids like what we deal yeah. with. And even, I mean, freshman, old, freshman oh, your golf coach, <laughs> then you don't know. What you're talking oh about. yeah. Yeah. That that's totally plausible. Well, and that's the problem is a lot of high school kids. Coaches don't know what they're basically glorified bus drivers. <laughs> Did you guys have a really shitty freshman high school coach? Uh, I don't even know if that qualifies. qualifies. Okay. So Uh, just kind of on a different level. I mean. Yeah, I'm not sure sure he was all there mentally, (laughs) but um, 
yeah, miserable. I mean, that's possible. Uh, <laughs> we didn't listen to him, and he, I think we were better off for not doing. Yeah, there, there's still certain, listen to your coaches. Yeah, I listen to him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, do your due diligence, and if you, they're getting paid to do it for a reason. Yes, like e- exactly. I mean, if a swing coach tells you to do something, do it. Go practice too if you're trying to get better. Don't just yep. go play. Hundred percent. Go practice. Yeah. I always joke with people like hey for they're like, How do you you know, how'd you get so good at golf or how do I get better? And I'm like I was asking them like, Well how, how often do you practice? Like, you know, you're a shitty putter. How often do you <laughs> practice putting? Right? Like you want to be a better putter. Yep. Well, probably never, like never just on its own putting. Like yeah. I, I had a couple warm up putts and I'm like, Yeah, they're like I put okay, for you, ten like, minutes yeah, before exactly. my round. Exactly. I'm like, What do you do for a living? Oh, you're you know, you're in uh you're in finance, you know. Do you just do finance for ten minutes. minutes a week and then yeah. you're and then you're, you're good just to go. wealthy, you know, and then you're just good at it? Like nobody nobody's good at anything by doing it like five minutes a week, yeah. right? Like you're not you don't lose weight by, you know, working out for five minutes a week. Like you treat it like a job. Like golfers for some reason think that they can just get better by like somebody magically telling them what to do. It's yep. like you yep. gotta put the work in. Hundred percent. It's like anything, but Yep. Okay, so Brandon, what's your don't be that golfer? Uh from a caddy perspective, be don't be that golfer that doesn't rake your bunkers. Yes. When oh. I'm not like I'm all for not trying to sound lazy. But like today is a perfect example. I had a twosome prepping for a member guest tomorrow. Just a twosome, right? One guy, you know, going Osama on me. It's like bunker to bunker to <laughs> bunker, you know. And and so they're they're both in the left bunker. The one guy hits it in the other bunker, and then hits it back in the other bunker, and then hits it back on the green. And then I can't go break the bunkers because I got to read their putts. Yeah. And then the one guy makes like a 40 footer and then the other guy putts. And then I put the flag in and I realize there's a group waiting on the tee and there's like 100 yards of sand that I have to rake. (laughs) I'm like, you could have at least raked like the right one. Like I'll get the left, you know, but it's, it's like whenever I have groups, you know, and there's three bunkers, three different bunkers, at least one guy or two of them like Brennan, I'll get this one. You know, if I have one and I can, it's on the way to the next fairway when I'm going to four caddy, then that's fine. And, or if I'm right there and there's a couple other guys that are going to chip up, I can rake it while they're chipping up. But like there's certain situations where guys just leave it. Yep. Yeah. And it's like, now I got to run over there and look like a running around my head chopped off while a group's waiting to hit on the tee. Yep. Makes and then you you're going to be at the tee already teeing off before I can even be in the fairway. Cause I'm yeah. back raking the bunker. Yeah. It's like, there's a lot of stuff that we do and we try to do as much as we can, but you can yeah, only help us out a little so bit when, you, when yeah. you can. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I got I got one more. Uh, oh, well, one more. Throw it at us. Don't be that golfer that grinds over an eight. Freaking pick it up. <laughs> That's or, exactly. I, I mean, was, yeah, that was gonna be mine. That one, I caddy for too many people that are like you know, for triple off the green and they're yeah, like marking chipping. their it's ball. Like, they're fucking cleaning it. They're yeah, putting their line down. It's like, dude, and you're like rolling you're, your eyes you're, over you're there. You're gonna three putt this anyway. Yeah. Scoop it up because otherwise you're gonna yeah. get more pissed off. Yeah. Fucking scoop it right down the score if you want to take a quick rake. Yeah. What's yeah. the speed on this? Well, you're putting out of the rough and it's 90 feet, so probably <laughs> slow. Like, not quick. Yeah, I mean, do you want me to read the first third of it? The yeah. second. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just hit it at me. It's gonna get decently close. Anything within forty feet, I'm gonna give to yeah. you for a two putt. I'll so quick rake it. And you're good. Auto, yeah. auto like twos. Like twenty yards off the green. What's this putt do? I'm like, well, I mean, we gotta cross a lot. <laughs> of Grab a wedge. Here. I've never. Yeah, I've never. <laughs> you read, heard I've of never a, read a putt from forty yards off the green? Sixty before, degree so. wedge. You so may grab that putter that's got a lot more loft. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's. Yeah, that that's so, a trip. So that's one that, that gets me a lot. Yeah. And that's that I think that kind of goes for anyone at a golf club, country club, or even just at a muni. Like Oh yeah. Speed that, up. That covers yeah. Like everyone. if you're if you're making a triple, 
or more, your handicap doesn't matter. Yeah, uh, like yeah. especially with the new system, doesn't matter. No, take your max double yeah. and pick up exactly. Get yeah. out take of there, like net let's double roll. Bogey and let's go because exactly. it's only gonna make you more mad. Yeah, yep. writing down a nine is gonna make you way more <laughs> pissed off than writing a seven. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, just move on. Hundred percent. All right, my don't be that golf for that week. This week, I said that again. Fuck. <laughs> so it it comes from a golf pro perspective, or just like somebody working in a shop. People will call us and they'll be like, "Hey, I lost the club." I'm like, "All right, cool. What'd you lose? What brand? I don't know. <laughs> what What is it? I think it's like a, f- a sand wedge. They're like it's a, some sort of wedge, a maybe a pitching wedge, a gap I'm like, wedge. How in the fuck do you expect me to look for your club? <laughs> and we legitimately, we, we legitimately have, have like 150, yeah. 150 clubs. People are like, or like, they're like, "Yeah, I lost a head cover. What is it for?" I think it's for my my three wood. Okay, what what does it look like? What brand? They're like it's uh, black. Yeah, it's black. It's, it's, black. <laughs> it's black and red. Yeah, that all I'm like, oh, thank you. Oh all the God. ridge people do that, that all the time. Drives like, me well, fucking up. And we've got million three, golf clubs. Good yeah, luck. we've got like, three full like trash bags yeah, of full of uh, fucking yeah, head covers. Clubs. Yeah, head covers. And I'm like, do you, if you want me to find this, you're gonna better, better fucking tell me exactly what it yep. looks like down to the fucking. Dot that you yep. dropped a, a spot of coffee on it because yep. I've got twenty of those. Yep. Like I'll give you one because yeah. we have so many. Just but get one. Yeah. Fucking tell me what it is. Half the time I'm like, just go back there. You'll find some. Yeah, that shit. Yeah, I'm like, out. Yeah, yeah, people come in. I'm like, all right, which one's your favorite? Yeah, I'm like, just go back there. You fucking grab anything you want. Grab yeah. and go. If free. You go yeah. to the driving range. You can practice with a couple of them. See which one you like. Exactly. The most. Yeah. It, oh, yeah. That shit drives me up a fucking wall. I'm like. You don't know. What, oh yeah, your your fucking rangefinder. You don't know what kind it yeah. was. I'm sorry, I'm not finding it for yeah. you. Guess what? Because that could be someone else's. That yeah. I, that in two days is gonna show up. In all like, hey, honesty, where's my Bushnell rangefinder with the white strap with the elephant strap around yeah. it? Oh, guess what? Sorry, I gave it out to some it. other idiot who had no fucking clue yeah. what his club, what his fucking range. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Well, in in all honesty, like just being candid here, sometimes people are like, oh, what? I lost this. Blah blah blah. I just throw them on hold and sit there for like three minutes and then just pick it up and be like, hey, we don't <laughs> I have can't it. find it. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't even yeah, go back there and no look. No fucking I'm like, chance. Yeah. I had this one dude who wanted me to mail him a Yeti water bottle. I'm like, dude, I'm sorry, but it's like $30. Go. I'm not go spending this on shipping. Yep. To go mail you a water bottle, like yeah, yeah that's your fault. You left it out here. Yeah, another exactly. one for twenty five dollars. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep. Exactly. Um, so my don't be that golfer. Oh, what was I? I just had a really good one. Um, has to do with being in the pro shop. I uh, well, so one thing for sure is when we're talking on the phone, fu- or like you, you can tell when we're busy, um, and people just like want to talk our ear off for, and it's kind of that way with any job, like. If you're, if you sense some urgency, just m- get out of the way. Yep. Like, if they have, if you have ten people standing behind you waiting to check in, don't sit there and, and tell me about your ninety five. Yeah, yep. like shot by shot. shot yeah, shot yep. for shot. They're like, you couldn't believe this bunker shot. I'm like, I don't, <laughs> don't <laughs> let me guess. You got it up and down. Like, you're right. I can't believe. Oh, it. Yeah, yeah. I don't care. Blew my mind. Yeah. yeah, and that that is a chronic thing that a lot of people do is they. And I'm not knocking it, but everybody thinks all their golf rounds matter. And with a lot of our buddies, you're like, unless you shot 63, don't tell me about yeah. it. Yeah. Like, I. Yep, exactly. They're kind of like turds. You know, you care about your own, but you don't give a shit about anybody else's. Yeah. <laughs> unless, unless it's like a it's magical like a fucking, yeah. and just like, you know, one that's 
Yeah. Yeah. Like if somebody's Special. like, oh, I banked it off a tree and made a hole in one. That's cool. Yep. But don't tell me about your birdie that from 105 yards out, you know, you hit a nine iron, whatever. I, I'm sorry, but I just don't have enough time in the day for that. Says my don't be that golfer for this week. That's a good one. I like that yeah, one. I like that. I like <laughs> yeah, that. The amount of people that I carry for on the regular, like when I see them again. Oh my god, <laughs> I shot 82 last week, and then like you should have seen you this know, bogey yesterday. on 10. Like I don't care. <laughs> it's like you said, and I'm like, I see you play golf enough. Like yeah, I really don't e- exactly. Like, like, I'm gonna witness it another four hours of it today, so I don't really care about. Save the, me uh, the. Yeah, exactly. sa- please save me the yeah. stories. So. If you right. told me you had a hole in one yesterday, awesome. But yeah, like, yeah. Exactly. Hole, there's, hole there's one. Pass that, that that don't need to hear about your. There's certain things below, that are worth hearing. Below handicap round. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. All right, guys. Well, thanks for joining us. If you guys follow these guys on Instagram at bcon b c o n n three one seven and at Michael, spelled with a e l m i c h a e l c o l a n d e r. The only way to spell Michael. The only by way, the way to spell Michael. You know, <laughs> if anyone spells it the other way, I'm sorry, you're but up. you're People wrong. People call me but. Michael. I'm like, there's a there's a T in there. It's <laughs> totally different. But, but follow these guys on Instagram. We had a blast with them. This was a great pod. Thank you guys for following us. Yes. Thank you guys for listening. Follow us at on Twitter at dnvr underscore golf. And once again, if you use our code BDE, you get 10% off anything at the dnvrlocker.com. Bunch of incredible merch here. Come down to the bar. Have a good time. Every Broncos game, every Nuggets game, every Avs game. We got game. the Masters coming Masters up here. Masters coming up. Yeah. We're going to do a live gonna stream be, for the end oh, of that. It's going to be awesome. Better. We're going to do, do a watch party for the Masters, so come out for that. But uh, I think with that, we'll talk to you guys next time. We are Big Drive Energy. I'm at Big Drive Spence on Twitter. He's at Big Drive Mitch. And we are we'll, out. We'll talk to you guys next time.